Welcome to Talk That Talk, where we have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, education, and more. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also find us on all social media networks at Real Talk That Talk. And now, let's start the show. All right, man, let's go ahead and get this show started. Um, so let me break down the whole process of the show and why the show is so important to me. Uh, I think that every, well, I don't think that... I, Every week we come in here and we have conversations about what goes on in HBCU, HBCU music culture, HBCU band culture, and so many things, right? But we never, or we have yet to uh, give any recognition to the students and and just talk to the students and, and, and actually give them their flowers for their hard work and, and, you know, give them as much insight as we possibly can as they traverse from being you know, secondary students to basically grown, grown peoplehood. Uh, and so this is what, this is what this episode is about. And so uh, I, I, I appreciate Alima and Kiwan and uh, the other young lady, Alana coming in. I'm going to, I got to get her back in. So I'm going to be messaging her back and forth, trying to get her back in. Cause I know she was having some audio problems. Um, but before we get into all of that, um alima tell me about yourself uh what school you go to obviously we know what school you go to but i mean just just to be a little bit more form formal uh what school you are you graduating from and then what school are you going to be attending um so i'm graduating from worthing high school um i'm going to howard university um which is fun i spent most of my school years stressing out so you know finally get my little break before i go to college all right Cool, cool, cool. All right. And Kiwan, what about yourself? What school are you graduating from? And then what university are you going to be attending? Um, I'm graduating from Cleveland High School and I'm planning on going to, well, I am going to PV. <laughs> so you didn't got these two hyping here. Um, so these, these are two former members of the Marching Storm. Uh, so you are going to be a part of their lineage. Uh, let me ask you this question, Kiwan, very quickly. Did you get inspired when you watched March? I didn't watch it. Oh, my God. How you going to uh, see? Oh, my, oh see, Lord. See what happened. Mm -mm. Oh, did he, fro did he freeze? See, that's why, because he ain't watched March. He froze because he ain't watched March. The, the guys was, was saying, you should have watched it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened, though, man. Um, hopefully, he, he comes back in, because I want to hear this story. Okay, there we he's moving a little bit, a little bit. Uh, Alima, what instrument do you play? Um, I play clarinet and saxophone. Okay, all right, cool, all right. See, Kiwan, welcome back. Sorry, the got the the PV guys weren't weren't too good to you, them Panther gods. Yeah, because uh, uh, <laughs> you were supposed to watch March, man. Um, but um, yeah, what instrument do you play? Me. Mm-hmm. Kiwan. So I play euphonium, baritone, and then I play bass. I taught myself the bass, so okay. I'm not too well-versed in it, but I know how to play it. I play for a jazz band. Bass, oh, okay. bass, bass drum or uh, tuba or, or bass guitar? Bass guitar and upright. Well, look at you. Look at you. So you're planning on being in the uh, jazz ensemble? Awesome. Hey, I like to hear that, man. Uh Mr. Eric Jimenez is 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 taking over that jazz ensemble, so you're going to be under some good tutelage, man. So I look forward to to seeing you thrive into that space. All right, um, so let's go ahead and get this started. Um, we I, I know that um, 
the rest of the panel may have a couple of questions for you guys. I know you guys may have a lot of questions. And so I want to be able to be as responsive as I can and give you as much information as we can as we are here or as long as we're here. So I, I have a, a question for the panel first, not you guys. Um, so panel first question. This is our, this is my first question and probably going to be our last question. And we'll dive into some other things. What was your freshman year like as an undergrad? Oh, yes. Look at that. Look at my face. Oh, Lord. What was your freshman year like as an undergrad, Portia? Um, it was amazing. Um, I didn't, you know, I had in my head that marching band was out of my system and that I was done with marching and I didn't want to march anymore. And I was going to go be a college student. Got to that first battle of the bands and was like, why am I sitting up here with these regular people? Um, so I knew at the first Labor Day Classic Battle of the Bands that I was going to try out the next year, but I did make some friends. I had a blast. It was, you know, I was able to establish that foundation at the university and not have to give my whole life to the Legion. So I did get to experience homecoming and all of that in its entirety before I became a member of the Spartan Legion. So it was fun. I had a blast. Um, would you, you cry a portion? I came to Norfolk State 05. I came to the Legion 06. I became section lead 07. Okay. So so we like fans. All right. Oh six. Yeah, long, long distance. But yeah. yeah, um, I didn't march my first year. So um it was amazing. I had a blast. Now I'm gonna tell you at first I did not I had in my mind, and I, I hate to say this out loud, but you know, the God shall honor those who tell the truth. Um my best friend and my boyfriend went to Virginia State. And so I was kind of in my mind sad about that. Nope. Um, and so I would go to Virginia State um, almost every weekend, unless it was something band related happening at the school. And then one day my mom was like, listen, child, you got to figure out if this is where you want to be, because you're going to be there for a year at least. And the rest is history. Um, we ain't making, and I love Norfolk State to the, you know, behold, all that um, now. But, yeah, it was rough at first. But I had a blast my first year. I thought I got over that every weekend to the 804 thing. But, yeah. All right. Uh, I'm afraid to ask this. Maya, what was your freshman year like? Why afraid? Like, what? <laughs> You messed it up with, with the face that you made. You messed it up. Like if you hadn't did that, then I would have been like, "Yeah, all right, we're good." But Maya was famous. Maya was famous coming into PV. Facts. You don't want to admit it, but she was. I was not. You were. Okay. You, were. you were. But go ahead. What was your freshman year like? I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I was either at practice or I was in class. Or I was at my boyfriend's house. At that point in time, I was with one of them. Exactly. Not good. Not I, Zero out of ten would not recommend. Truly, honestly. I mean, between crabbing, being at brand practice, and like I said, being with my boyfriend, that's all I really did. But I had a really, really good time. Like, my freshman year, I mean, I don't really remember much because I honestly did not do too much. My freshman year was pretty much all band related. Like, that was that was my life pretty much. So, I mean, it was exciting. Now, mind you, also I could not do even more than most people are able to do because I was also seventeen when I when I came in. 
So I and I was in PV. So I'm in the middle of nowhere at 17. You know, you feel in the rest, but I mean, it was it was all right. It was all right. It was very interesting. And yes, there was a, a slight experience because my boyfriend at the time was already at PV. So I was able to kind of not necessarily skip the line, but I had more proximity to things, you know, to separate things. And then also coming from Townview and how that kind of being a direct feed in to PV at the time. I already had friends, associates, or what have you. So the social aspect was a little bit more here than typical. Also, shout out to James Gibson, who's uh, now the assistant director at uh, Townview. Is on the mind as well. So yeah. shout out to James. Yeah. My, my young student. Yeah. That's funny. It's weird for me to say uh, my young student. Um, well, I mean, I mean, if we kind of really look at it, my you were a student too. All right, Quan. So, so so for me, honestly, it was a culture shock. I hated it. I hate it. I ain't gonna lie. I ain't gonna much lie. So the whole accent about to come out. So first of all, uh my mama had put me on a plane and was like, I'm not coming up there to pack your room and all that. So I literally had three to four duffel bags at the time when when flights was cheaper. I paid a few extra um, dollars to get all my luggage. I had over 50 pounds worth of clothes and everything set up for my room. Uh, left New Orleans, came to uh, to PV, and I shopped at the uh, the Walmart that's in, in Cyprus to, to get all my stuff, I know, and then the one at Hempstead, which is nothing uh, at the time. Oh. Uh, set up my room, and... I was like, okay, I'm I'm at PV, right? The food was horrible to me. I never forget. And then work, you know, uh, crabbing in the drum section in the box at the time. We doing like two thousand push-ups a day. Uh, and I'll never forget. We was like, well, you know, they gonna have gumbo, and I'm like, good. I'm homesick. You know, I'm gonna go eat gumbo. I, I go to MSC, and there's tomatoes in it. I I I just that was my breaking point right there. I flipped the the uh, bowl. Of, I said, "They said no goddamn gumbo," and it was like, "Bro, what's wrong with you?" Like, like I said, "I'm homesick. I'm homesick." And my mama was like, "Look, if I got to sleep on a bed and you sleep on the floor, you're not coming back home." You know, it was uh, a year after Katrina, so the city wasn't good. The areas weren't, you know, weren't good. Uh, and just being honestly, uh, coming from Louisiana, Texas band is a culture shock. Is is it, it is yeah, like I'm I'm thinking okay well you know we're gonna have band practice with a concrete field we're gonna be hitting these eight to five daddies and we're gonna be all right nah we in a dust bowl uh we can't breathe I have allergies you know and you know I'm thinking I'm gonna play snare I didn't even touch a drum like they was like say you know you cool. Uh, play on this chair right here for me. And I'm like, chair? Like, you tell me I ain't gonna get a drum? Nah, bro. Go on ahead to this bass drum. So I have to make an example. raggedy is over, <laughs> yeah, over here. <laughs> and that's exactly how it was. But, I mean, I, I'm blessed because I, I saw it through. And those friends that I had that was in the Vox drum section, my, some of them are my line brothers. Uh, Friends, crab brothers, so it ended up being great. 
But when it first started, man, I hated it. I'm I, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't like screw music. I mean that I hated that with a passion. Uh, I didn't understand how people talk. They was talking about my accent, but I didn't know what nah, I'm saying. I didn't know what man, hold up for real. I didn't know what none of that mean. I didn't know what Southside still holding. I didn't know what North Afghanistan was. I didn't have a car. Like it, it was just so much. I was like, bro, like I didn't man, know. Man, what don't be talking about my home, man. I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm damn near Houstonian now. You know I mean, you are. Yeah, I can hear you. Know what I'm saying? But at that time, I didn't know what Timmy Chance was. I didn't know what Greenspoint was. I'm in places I don't even know. You feel what I'm saying? And then, no lie, I got to say this too. My running with Dallas people wasn't the best either. I almost got in a fight with my crab brother because I said, man, who old lady is this? Man, she pretty and fine. He was like, my old lady. He was talking about his mama. I'm thinking that's his girlfriend having a whole misunderstanding so it was a whole big culture shock but however uh the freshman year after you get accustomed to it when i went back home to visit and i came back it, it uh i wouldn't trade my preview experience for nothing in the world and i still had to this day a love for golden corral like none other uh i'm sorry i don't know why that that <laughs> that whole story is Super funny to me, man. But, I, it's probably but that's I'm real, though. A lot of people, some people, especially if they go far, what? like I'm interested in this transition to the District of Columbia. DC, well, that's that's what I was gonna say. Be a little different. That's what I was gonna say because, and, and and I wasn't gonna actually answer the question, but I but because Alima's actually going that far, I think it's necessary for me to answer the question, right? So Alima, I don't I, so. I'm from Houston, born and raised South Side. Well, I was born on North Side, raised on South Side. Um, but uh, went to Willow Ridge High School, all that, you know, graduated. I decided to go to Norfolk State, which is in Virginia. You, you'll find out when they come and smash up on y'all. But, oh, it, it trust me, y'all going to get smashed. We've been putting foots in house. I'm going to smile when I see you, but right. it's going to be nothing nice. I'm just I'm just letting you know off 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 top. But uh, but no, so I went from Texas to Virginia and I will tell you it was a super culture shot uh, just because of the fact that I came with an accent that a lot of people couldn't understand. Um, a lot of people don't talk like we talk in Houston, especially in the South, you know what I'm saying? So just in general in the South. So having my accent going to Virginia was a little bit different. Now you may meet some people from Virginia in, in certain parts of Virginia that have an accent. It ain't yours though. So it's still kind of, it's still kind of odd. You going to DC. Now I don't know what DC is like now. I remember what it was like when I first got there. So understand I got there in early 2000. So, you know, uh, it was just different, right? Because back in Houston, before you know the weave thing got popular, most girls were wearing. Yeah, it wasn't popular in Houston back when I was coming up. What was popular is getting the perm daddies. But when I got to when I got to Virginia, seeing them DC all them natural hair, extra hoop earrings with the colors and all like like loud colors, not like you know like earth tones and stuff like pink, greens. High, a high yellow color i'm like what the hell is going on it was just it was different i couldn't get down with that god daggone um go-go music you're gonna have to get used to that you're gonna have to get but i'm gonna tell you 
I love go-go music now. See? But back then, it was trash to me, man. I could not stand it. I'm telling you now, you might want to get on some go-go music early so you can just kind of set yourself in that tone because you ain't going to be ready if they hit it's you. It's its own culture. What yeah. is go-go music? All right. The so go, No, no, no. Go look up Backyard Band. Uh, that that's probably where you should start. Um, what's what's the other what's the other group? So uh, the butt is not go go. It is, but that's that's old. That's yeah, old. It's, it's they got they remix every song in this facet. Like yes. there's a go go version of everything. 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 Um, but it's its own style up there. DC is its own world. That's oh. fun. It's fun. I come and visit a lot, but yeah. it's different. So you know, but you, but it lots will be that will be a culture shock. You're just going to have to kind of get used to it. What I did, I know what I did when I got there. So I did two things when I got to Norfolk State. There was a guy in the band named Tex. Tex was from Houston. So I kind of linked with him because he was from Houston. So we had kind of a connection a little bit. Um, and then the other, the other thing was I just kind of got close to my rookie brothers and sisters at the time. or um, I ended up um, hanging out with like one person, I, you know, and then we just got super cool. And that's kind of how I connected with everybody. But I do know back when I was in school, um, they did have a um, a latex um, yeah. club at DC in DC at, at Howard. Explain what latex is, bro, because everybody's I get what you're saying. Louisiana, Texas. It's a it's. So I tried to create one in Norfolk State, but it was tight. That didn't happen. But they, from when I was uh, in school in D, um, at Howard, they did have a latex club there. So if they still have it, I would say, um, you know, try to get, get in good with them. That would, you know, help to build your connection. But it definitely is a culture shock. And being in Houston and then looking at D.C. as far as how the, the streets and the roads and all that, it's just different. I'm just, I'm just letting you know off top. It's different. What about weather? Oh yeah, yeah. Just bring your coat. I'm just so worried about it. I'm, a, I'm gonna let you know this. I'm a, I'm a person, and coming from Houston, um, I didn't know what like real cold was. You know, in your age now, y'all have kind of experienced it a little bit. What y'all have seen, I didn't see when I was younger. It was hot. It was just hot and hot and hotter. So, you know, when you get to that area up there, Virginia, D.C., Maryland, the DMV area is what they call it. Uh, what ends up happening is it gets a little cold. Uh, you're going to be outside practicing in them cold weathers, too. So make sure you got them glove daddies ready to go. Uh, make sure you got some 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 long sweatpants. And I ain't talking about them. Them breakaway sweat paints. You need them cotton daddies, them, them thick ones. Uh, and you also gonna have to get you some uh, some uh, thermals. Uh, I didn't know what a thermal was until maybe my second year of school, when I kept trying to dress in what I thought was warm, and people were like, "Bro, you need to get you some thermals, man." I was like, "What is a thermal?" And they took me to the Walmart and they showed me what a thermal was. And you put one of them daddies on, you are gonna be all right. You gonna be straight. And Howard is off the water. That's normally between oh. Howard and Delaware State. Those are normally when we play them late in the year. Those are some of the coldest, coldest games, games ever had. So if you up there, yeah, thermals are gonna be your friend. 
because it's right off the water. So it'll yes, yeah, this. But I'm sure you'll love it. You yeah, you you love it. You love it. Um, I want to get uh, I want to make sure I'm saying it right too, Alana. Uh, it's Elena. Elena, okay. I want to make sure I get Elena in here. We haven't we haven't uh, caught up with you. So, Elena, tell me, tell us what school you're coming from, and then what school you're going to. Okay, I'm coming from Energy Institute High School in Third Ward, Houston, Texas, and I'm going to North Carolina A and T State University. Okay, all right. You going to NCAT? There you go. All right, cool, cool. So uh, the conversation that we were just having, it was just talking about our first years um, in uh, college, our, our freshman years. So just kind of giving y'all some insight on, you know, our experiences. So you kind of you kind of came in at the tail end of it. But because you are going to a you and Alima are kind of in the same boat because you guys are going a, a little bit uh, further than uh, the state of Texas. So uh, it is a you know, and and what you missed was it is a culture shock, um, but you'll be fine. I think you'll you'll be all right. All right, all right. Let's do this. Um, I didn't I didn't do the normal thing today, man. Somebody got to check me, man. Let's let's do it the right way. Then welcome everybody to talk that talk. Where we have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more. Man, y'all go ahead and smash that like daddy for these babies in here, man. About to graduate and hit that hit that university life, man. Go ahead and smash that like daddy for them. Also, please make sure you subscribe to the Passion Is Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be on all your podcasts and networks tomorrow. Just type in Real Talk That Talk, except for on Apple Music. Oh, I'm about to say Apple Music. We are not on Apple Music. Apple Podcast, where you can just type in Talk That Talk, and it will come up for you. All right. Now, let me do this. Panel, are there any questions that you would like to ask these young folks? Portia. I think my, I have a bunch of questions that I wanted to want to ask, but... Um, I think the first one well, I get ready. He's like, all right, let's go. Let's go. All right, we're going to The first one I want to ask, because this sometimes proves to be difficult. I don't know if you all were section leaders or leaders at your current school, but have you thought about what's it, what it's going to be like, or are you prepared to start from the bottom? Um, that's kind of my question because you are starting over and, um, it's normally part of <laughs> the shock you know, um, of transitioning from probably being at the top of your program to somebody, uh, we call them rookies or crabs. So have you thought about that? And are you ready for that? Uh, let's do it like this. Alima, then Elena, and then Kiwan. Okay. So um, we was when we first started band, it was kind of like a small band. So it was a small group of us. So I was never really at the bottom. I was kind of always on top because I was trying to make sure stuff was in make sure stuff was in order. Um, so you know, being a leader was always kind of my position. Um, so I'm pretty scared to start from the bottom, but I'm not gonna let it because I know it's probably gonna tear me up for a minute. But I'm a fighter, so I'm gonna fight back and just handle it, and you know, roll with the punches because I don't know any other way. So very good answer. I like that answer. Okay, so actually at my school, there are no like sports or anything like that. I come from a dance studio and my director was a former 
um, band member. She was a dancer. And so she instilled in us, like, going into there to know to be humble, to stay humble. And I'm prepared to start from the bottom knowing, like, you know, no matter where you come from, no matter if you was at the top at your studio or at your school, that's, they don't care where you're coming from. You're in, you're on their territory, so make sure that you're humble and just put your best out there. So I'm prepared to start from the bottom. All right, key one. I think he he's, he froze out. Okay. Um. Oh, he said he can't hear. Okay. I I just saw that. Why ain't nobody tell me that? All right. Um. So, uh, Alima, I will tell you this. Um. I've had a couple of students who did come from smaller band programs and then transition into larger band programs. I will tell you this. You're gonna love it. I will tell you that, um, you know, I I know uh, Mr. Mitchell and I know he's doing a great job at Worthing, but it's something different being around a four piece clarinet section versus being around a 20 piece clarinet section and hearing like 30 trumpets behind you and all that. So it's 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 a lot different. Um, so, yeah, you're going to you're going to truly enjoy it. All right. Um, Quan, did you have a question for him? Yeah, uh, my uh, my question is, what what are you going to take? I guess, um, or what are your goals for your uh, while you attend your particular programs? Um, what is, what are some of your goals? Is your goal to become the next section leader? Uh, and then also, I want to know what are your majors going to be? Any of you ladies can go first. Okay, so. Um, my goal is to become like some type of leader. Like I like holding leadership roles, but ultimately I'm somebody that can just work in a group and I don't have to be a leader, but I'm, you know, I'm there to just be a reliable person on the team, but I don't want to stay stagnant. So I do want to grow at what I'm going there to do. I want to grow my skills, but I'm not too focused on making sure like I have to be over everybody or anything like that. And my major is biology. Did you want to know, like, what my pathway was, or you just wanted to know my major? Oh, no, just your major. Um. Okay, so my major is film. Um. I'm still kind of unsure what I'm going to do, but um, I guess I'm going in with the goal of just seeing a better, better version of myself. I mean, because I don't necessarily have to take up a leadership role. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I just really want to see myself grow from the person I am now to a better person years later. And man, I truly think that uh, with that type of mindset mentality, that's what band directors look for in leadership. Trust, trust me. Y'all keep that up. I guarantee y'all be leaders. Yeah, it, it, you, you, it came in right at the end. Go, go Power Rangers, right? Um, okay, so uh, Maya, did you have a question for them? Uh, yeah. Um, I guess kind of going off of the previous questions, like, I guess more so like what inspired you to pick your school of choice? Like, was it to be in band or was it for academics or a mix of both? Either is fine. I'm going to tell you right now, I picked PB because I want to dance. Point blank, period. I, I, I was just going to be a black black period. So. Uh, we can do uh, Kiwan first. Um, <clears throat> what made me choose? Okay. So. I'm not gonna lie, PV wasn't my first choice. I, it, it was a choice. I'm glad I'm going there. But my dream school, like my dream school, was Southern. I really wanted to go to Southern. And then I know, I know, 
And I even watched a podcast y'all had. Y'all said most of the band directors that are in the collegiate level are from Southern. So I, I don't I don't remember I don't remember us saying that specifically. What we did say is that a lot of them who are in university programs um have been have been proven to be successful. That's what we did say. Mm-hmm. But, but I'm glad I knew you. Justin was going. I was waiting for Justin to respond. You knew, you knew he was coming. I knew he was coming. He, <laughs> he snuck in the back, like right. I I, I expected it. <laughs> but yeah, go ahead, Kiwa. So um, so I was gonna go to Southern, but then I was like, no, out of state tuition, absolutely not. So then I looked at Texas Southern, applied at Texas Southern, was like, okay, I'm gonna go to Texas Southern. I'm gonna be a Tiger. I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. I'm not ago. giving you a plate. I'm not <laughs> giving you a plate at homecoming. And that's usually my tradition. But I, hey, hey, but no, I applied to Southern and I was just waiting and waiting. I just got accepted to their school like a month ago. So I applied to PV a week later. And I was like, you accepted. I was like, hey, why not? That's the place to go. He's saying it doesn't matter the journey, only the destination matters, okay? It doesn't matter how I got here, but my destination is set at this point. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Thank you. Baby said, I'm going to get it. my degree I and I may do a little something on the side, period. You feel me? Hey, when I, when, when I see him for Labor Day class, I'm like, hey, 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 remember this face. Remember this face for homecoming. Don't walk by my RV. Don't walk by my house. No, I'm joking. I'm, I'm, I'm about to say, you ain't going to say that. You're going to be part of the storm. You're like, come on, man. You can get this way, bro. <laughs> right. <Thanks. laughs> All right. Uh, Elena. Elena. Okay. So, um, North Carolina A&T wasn't my first choice either. Uh, my first choice was Alabama State University. And then it was December. And my dance director, she was just like, one day she just, she, one night she texted me, she said, you trust me? And she told me to apply. And that night I looked into the school and I saw like the academics were good, but I looked into their band because I, I'm not going to lie. That was like a big choice for me going to college. So I looked into their band and like just seeing their band, like watching their videos, it just sold me. And also a little bit um, like uh, over a year ago, I went to the Battle of the Bands here in Houston, and I remember seeing them. But, you know, a lot of people weren't there because COVID had just was, like, new. But when I watched them on online, I was like, oh, yeah, I got to be on there. So I applied, and, like, in a, I had one month to get all my stuff together, like, auditions, stuff like that. Are you going to dance, or are you going to play oh. instruments? I'm going to dance. Okay, nice. Love it. All right. Alima. Um, okay, so I'm from Iowa. This is gonna be my fourth year living in Houston. So um when I first came here, I didn't know about HBCU, so I was really trying to go to MIT at first. But that idea had died quick. Um, and so basically I just wanted to go to Howard because my sister wanted to go there. And then I had a teacher, she was my inspiration. And I liked her attitude, so I was like, hmm, I'm kind of checking this out. And then, you know, Ben was just like, everybody in my, was in my face. They was like, oh, you look like you belong at Howard. You got that that Black excellence type attitude. So it was like, I guess, why not? 
Well, I will tell you that you're going to be at the university with one of the most well-known homecomings in in all of HBCU, (laughs) the Mecca. Okay. Yes, absolutely. Now, I will tell you guys this: like, let's. I'm I'm gonna keep it 100. Norfolk was my first choice. I'm, I'm gonna say that, but because I had not heard of Norfolk until my sophomore year in high school. And I didn't hear back from Norfolk until my senior year in high school. I actually applied. Well, I applied to a lot of places and I got accepted to a lot of places. But I registered for Texas Southern. As a matter of fact, because I because I told like anybody who knows me knows I wasn't going to PV. I'm just I I wasn't going to PV. That just. PV now is was a different PV during my time. It just wasn't the same. But anyway. Um, but I mean, unless I was a percussionist, but I wasn't a percussionist, I was a trumpet player. So, um, you know, I registered for Texas Southern so much so that when I finally did hear back from Norfolk state, I registered for Norfolk state, got, went to Norfolk state. And my, one of my best friends called me, he was like, bro, they just called your name in class. Like, where you at? I'm like, bro, I'm in Virginia. I'm not, I ain't going back. So it's okay that you know the schools that you chose were not your your first choice you might end up you might realize that the the school that you chose was the blessing in the first place so you know i'm 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 not going down y'all because that's not your first choice and you shouldn't you shouldn't feel any type of way either. you know it's a blessing all right so let me ask you guys this question with all of this knowledge that all of us have and like dang i'm the oldest person up here damn all right with all of this knowledge that all of us have is there a question that you would like to ask us uh alima okay so what was your crazy experience being a crab Period. Cut to the chat. She went straight. I want to know. I like it. I like it. Okay. Uh, well then, let's do this. Uh, Quan, you got it first. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. No, nah, that's your student, bro. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's that your is. student. No. I'm trying to like. So number one, that's my student. And then number two, I'm trying to think of something that won't incriminate me. <laughs> I'm really thinking. So yeah, I'm just come back to me. Go to Maya first. Bye. Oh well, he passed it off. He he passed the mic. I was actually trying to look it up. So, uh, okay, you said what was like basically our most crazy experience while crabbing? Yeah. Um. Well, okay, so I kind of have two. So one, my first time. So Labor Day Classic. My first Labor Day Classic was at um, NRG. So. My first time on the field before my first halftime, I literally sat there and cried. Not cried, I wasn't boohooing, but I literally cried when we had our capes on after we finished praying. That's one of our traditions or what have you. But I cried because I was like, damn, I was still crabbing, but I was like, damn, I made it. Like, damn, like my dreams of what I've always aspired to be, they're here right now. I'm really about to step on the field. I wasn't a fox yet, but I'm my face is in the place in the organization that I want to be in and that I, what I've worked hard to do. So I cry, I like had a couple of tears before we were about to drop our caves to go on. So that was one crazy experience, but my most memorable experience, 
that I could, I guess, should talk about. Um, I'm trying to find the video. It's on YouTube. So we were playing. Damn, it was a home game. And I don't know. I, I can't look. I can't. I don't remember the song, but it was a part of. Hell, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to remember. That's why I wanted to look it up. But anyways, long story short, when I say I messed up in the stands, I'm talking about everybody was on five, six, seven, eight, and I was on negative two, three, six, and five. And it was recorded. That was probably my worst but most memorable experience. Cause then, cause if I find the video, I'ma post it so you can maybe look at it. But every I was looking at everybody else, like, what what y'all doing? I was looking at me like, girl, you wrong. You wrong, you wrong, you wrong. And the camera was literally right here in my face. And everybody always brings it up. So I'm sure somebody might post it in the chat. But that's my most memorable experience because as a crab, because I was like, oh shit. I'm about to get in trouble. This is not going to be good. The camera was right here in my face. So that was probably my most memorable experience. Okay. All right. Uh, Portia? So I have two. The first one is that I was not a freshman, but I was a rookie. And, you know, they would tell us, like, we had to have rookie meetings and get to know each other, all this other stuff. And they would tell us, you know, it's band camp. You need to leave here and go to sleep. They told us one night, don't hang out. We got a dorm, two dorms called the Towers. In front of the Towers, we're going to ride through and see who else at. Now, here at Norfolk State, if you're a rookie, you wear black and white, you know. So they didn't even have a nerve to go change clothes. They just sat outside like we hadn't been funking, marching around, stinking all day, you know. So the next morning, we get there for rookie meeting. And I got to do extra PT on top of the band PT I'm getting ready to do because y'all want to sit outside stinking. So I lost it in that rookie meeting. I asked our rookie parents to step out and I went ham. And all of them was looking at me like, who the hell is this lady? Listen, y'all is getting on my nerves. I know y'all just got here, but y'all doing too much for me. We already tired and y'all making me do extra. So I snapped for a long time. I don't think half of them liked me, but oh, well, they had to feel the wrath that morning. I was tired and y'all was being stupid. So was what it was. The second thing was, um, I'll never forget um, when they called us in the band room. Um, it was early, end of November or so. I think it was right before Thanksgiving or right after and told us we were going to that 07 Honda. I will never forget that experience. That band room went up and it was one of the best um announcements of my life i hated every single practice we did in the cold dead of norfolk winter um and they took my only black holiday we get took my martin luther king day and turned it into a band camp day in the middle of january um but that experience was also my rookie year the january my rookie year when we went to that first honda so those are my kind of highlights that i can think of right now so those were memorable moments some good some bad so Okay, I got mine now. I'm ready. All right. So, but from band camp, uh, they always used to make us, first of all, I lost 20 pounds in two weeks. So, boys was in shape. Uh, 
was so bad. I was so dark and lost so much weight. My daddy thought he was screaming for somebody else the whole time. It right. wasn't me. My mama didn't know who I was. She was like, my auntie was like, look, that's Quan. My mama said, that ain't my child. Yeah. That ain't my child. And I'm telling you, we add that to the list. Band camp is a bitch. Like, <laughs> well, we was bald headed. We was uh doing push ups. That we was we used to run around the campus. So the first one was uh we used to run around campus and do what's called uh wake up calls where you run and then you're chanting and you waking up the dorm rooms because we would report there uh five o'clock, but the drum section got to be there a uh, thirty minutes earlier every time. So we was there early and we ran around and we woke everybody up. Well, we used to do it in the morning and then in the afternoons. And so when, when females would be outside, they would be like, hey, y'all go get those females numbers. And so cell phones like were popular, but uh, everybody didn't couldn't afford a cell phone. So you may still have to get pen and paper. And so uh, they had sent me. So go get these numbers from these females. And it was like, we want you to serenade them when you get over there. I'm like, say it, bro. Like, I don't even know these people. So I went over there and then my stupid stuff, I was like, shorty swing my way. And I started, <laughs> I started like low-key, like, like twerking on them. And it was like, who is this old dumb? And so then my accent was stronger. So then when they heard my accent, it was like, I will give you a number, but uh, don't do that shit no more. Welcome to Texas. So that was number one. Uh, number two was uh, these two me most memorable ones. So for that same Honda, what's crazy is we went through some different uh, difficulties through our crab process. So we went the whole year crabbing, right? So from August 16th, we were bald-headed all the way to January of the next year. And so when we came back at the Honda, um, they was like, man, y'all do do well on this show. Y'all finally go cross when you get back to Prairie View. And we was like, all right, man, whatever. We, we ain't going to never be boxed, apparently. So right before we got on the field, we always would pray. And then we would, would do it like our chance. And it was like, hey, by the way, welcome to the box. And we was like, what? And so then they gave us like secret handshakes and stuff. And we was like, like, we really box like for real. And it was like, yeah. So right before we did that Honda show, right after Norfolk, we actually crossed into the section. And then they had our shirts and everything at the hotel already ready for us. So that was awesome. And then number three, uh, for me, and the Lima knows this, I have Prof. Ed was hanging in the band hall by the door as you enter. Man, she only asked for one. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I have to think so your whole freshman year. Go ahead. No, no, no. So this this is the last one. So uh my second to last year, most memorable time marching was when we went to uh Rose Bowl on the way back, they ended up having like didn't have seats in proper areas in the regular class. So they had one seat next to the band director and he was in first class. And I ended up, he was like, Hey, come here, money. And I was like, sit by me. And so that was my first time experiencing first class at the Rose Bowl. So, um, I guess I get in on this. I don't have no crazy stories from my freshman year. I mean, you never jumped in the pool or nothing like that. Like, in the no, that's time, a crazy thing, bro. I know everybody got. We did that too. No, no I didn't do that. That's disgusting. Some, you know, jumping in the pond and all that kind of stuff. Oh, no, absolutely that's not. That's a prayer view thing. That ain't a Norfolk thing. Well, that's not a black fox thing. We know y'all, but uh. <laughs> 
But no, I I I, I don't remember. It's so long ago. Dang, it's twenty years ago. Uh, but no, I I I yeah, Quan, I'm I'm that old. It was twenty years ago when I when I was a freshman. Um, but um, but yeah, I I I don't remember anything crazy. I remember I didn't sleep, so that by far is the is the most thing that I remember um my freshman year i mean there there was some bus things that happened but that's a whole nother i, I ain't gonna talk about bus four but um but no i can tell you that i didn't sleep much and and so i at norfolk state we had these things called rookie meetings um and so that's when older members of the legion kind of prepare you to become a part of the legion giving you history and all that kind of stuff and so um of course, during band camp, you know, your day ends whenever your day ends. Well, it was it was kind of understood that we were going to have rookie meetings whenever that day ends. So that means that your band camp day, your sectional time, and after sectionals, then you have rookie meetings. And so uh, I just, I remember a few times having rookie meetings till about two o'clock in the morning. Um, and then my section leader said, well, all the rookies are going to have sectionals at four o'clock in the morning. So we had, we ended rookie meeting at two and there were many times, well, I ain't going to say many. I think it was probably one time where I was like, F that shower, I'm this tight. I'm going straight to bed. Oh yeah. I said one, one, it was only one time. Uh, but did you sleep, did you sleep in your bed though? Here's the, here's the deter- or did you sleep on the floor? I wasn't you know on- he did. You, ever, you ain't never seen towels, bro. You ain't Baby, sleeping. You wasn't sleeping on that floor. He might not have woke up, okay? Listen, listen to me, bro. Y'all at PV have a massive advantage when it comes to that freshman dorm, bro. Listen, yes, y'all, got, y'all got copied. Y'all the got- Towers is the reason I moved off campus, okay? <laughs> got my own place, car and apartment in the same weekend. No Jesus. Cell. The Mm-mm. Towers is a prison cell. Y'all freshman dorm daddies got them carpet daddies. Y'all got that bathroom that y'all share with, you know. No, we had community bathroom, my guy. So <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't like that. Like it was it was a time. As a matter of fact, this is this is a great way to answer the question. One time I went into the shower to go take a shower, and it was doo-doo sitting in the shower. Literally doo-doo sitting in the shower. You're gonna find out how gross people are when you go to college. I ain't lying. I mm-mm. Mm-mm. That that is a true story. That ain't got nothing to do with band. That has something to do with people just nasty. Who takes so, some shit standing up? Listen, bro. People, I don't people know. Are weird. You know he was being over in that shower. Now you know that. You know that. But, I feel like Bowfinger. You. <laughs> but I am telling you, man. It happened. Somebody took a straight doo doo in the shower, and somebody had to shower up after that. So yeah, people nasty. So did I sleep in my bed? Hell. Yes, I slept in my goddamn room, but I wasn't sleeping on that nasty floor. But I digress. But uh, I don't. I think I only got about an hour of sleep, and then I woke up, and we did sectionals at four, and then we went all the way until they called rookie meeting again at six thirty. Then we had rookie meeting at six thirty, and then we had started band camp all over again at seven. So he we did our sectional. And then in a rookie meet, we weren't even learning nothing that day. We were just sweeping the field. I don't know why they had us sweeping the field, but we were sweeping the field for whatever god awful reason. Were y'all singing a fight song? 
No, we were just sweeping the field. I think no, it was because we were supposed to be doing the pledge, and somebody in in the, uh, somebody in my class messed messed the pledge up, and they didn't know it. So Mickey was mad. So we went outside. Mickey and Robin took us outside, and we were sweeping the field. And then right after we got uh, finished sweeping the, the field, then we lining up, and here come Tim Zachary, Tim Crusher, and then he's running us from seven o'clock to eight o'clock. Man, listen, Sean, your husband was the devil. Half my class quit, okay? We ran to the back of Waterside one day and he said, if you want to eat, you got to make it back to the campus. Half of 06 quit. Half of them are still standing back there. I ain't lying. He was crazy. He won. I just want to give you this heads up right now. That's Dr. your man, Zachary, bro. Dr. Zachary is a great man. I will tell yeah. you this, all right? Dr. Zachary is a but... very, very great man. He don't play that shit. You don't play shit. No, 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 no. See, see, y'all, y'all don't know the Dr. Zachary that I know. Black I, I, it don't matter. It don't matter because he's not no, gonna meet Maya, him. Maya, Maya, listen. We got a younger Dr. Zachary. We I, can, a, I can imagine. So I uh, bless so, your heart. Bless your heart. Listen because... to me. Listen to me. All right. Great guy. Great guy. See, really? he, I know his 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 joint going out, but I know he can still love him to death. But but I'm telling you now, get your mind right. Yeah, yeah. That's all get I'm gonna say. Right, get all... your mind. Hey, and all I'm saying is this, Alima. I I know. So so one thing I I'm, I have to commend Alima. Alima low key is a perfectionist in whatever. I'm talking about whatever. If that's like putting your binder together. I, I don't care if it's whatever. Get in shape, love. She's the one in the back. She be like, I'm going to do push-ups just because. Well, uh, after you finish, yeah. if you could survive band camp, you could survive anything in this world. Listen, and Seriously. everybody hates it. I don't know nobody. Look, I hated it all three years. Every every, every year, I said, Lord, this I got to do this again. But that's how you get to the promised land. I'm telling you, and nobody likes it. It is painful for everybody. Definitely but that gets you to the promised land. But it's it sucks every year. So that's Section that's leader, rookie, everybody. It sucks. That's the heads up for, for y'all. Band camp ain't band camp ain't fun. It just ain't I hate fun. it now and I I'm just there. Yeah, I, I look, I think about it and I don't like it. So I and and I'm not involved in any. Now let me. I will say this though. When I was at when I was when I was at PB, it was a little different. I didn't I didn't dislike Bandcamp as much, but that was only yeah, Quan. I really didn't. But that was only for two reasons. One, because I always skipped the PT part. They did PT in the morning. I was like, I will see y'all in the next block. So <laughs> y'all can have that PT, Daddy. I'm going to be asleep, and then I'm going to arrange some stuff, come in, and then we'll go over to music and blah, blah, blah. Or we'll when y'all doing the field, you know, drill fundamentals. And I, I'll come out there for that, but I, I probably wasn't out there for that either because I was probably arranging something. So at PV, when I was there, it's a little different because I was doing other stuff other than being in that hot sun. As a matter of fact, the only time I really did go outside is when that sun went down and we was on the field. They was on the field doing marching techniques, and it was nighttime. That's the only time I went outside. So. Yeah. Now, I do want to tell y'all the things that we are describing, things are different in band now. You're probably not going to experience none of that craziness. Up all night, be there, you get one hour of sleep. I don't know that that's happening anymore. But at the time that we were in the band, that was the absolute norm. 
Yeah. But you gonna one go day, through? I'm telling you, one my it was it was tight. My belly ring fell out the whole clothes because I couldn't even go to Walmart. That's how much sleep was valuable. It was a commodity. Like and just, be be prepared to fall asleep maybe a couple times after your breakfast and lunch breaks. You anywhere, but you if they find anything like oh, yeah. the people that I was in the band with, find a corner because what I'm telling you is that don't you could not fall asleep around them people, but you'd be tired, real, real, real tired. But sleep is a luxury. I thought I, to this day, sleep is a luxury. So. But I think, I, honestly, I think uh, you, uh, y'all going to do fine. Yeah. Just see it through. Like, when y'all have them tired moments, just be like, I told you I'm leaving for last band practice. Think of the band creed. I could do it. Mm-hmm. Push myself through. Like, you got, you're going to have to hold on to a scripture, a quote, a poem, or something. Because you're, literally, you're going to push yourself to limits that you didn't think you were capable of doing. That's mentally, physically, and spiritually because yep. this is something that you said you wanted. And mm-hmm. please understand that with any band director, this still volunteer, even though you may be earning your scholarship because everybody that's on this panel has earned, and we say, use the term crossing the burning sands. Uh, like we've, we've accomplished that to, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Julian Luke, he got his Legion shirt hanging up. Like he's a Legion member to God calling home. Same thing for Portia, myself as being a storm member in the box and, and for Maya being a black fox. Like we love this. And like this is gonna be written in our obituary was a member of such and such. That's how we we hold that. So Kiwan, like when we see you and you know you finish your process and you're storm family, that's for life. So this is a whole new family. So you got your marching pride of Sunnyside family, you got your marching storm family and if you're in organizations that's another family so yeah. is a beautiful beautiful thing just enjoy it yeah and you're not going through it alone like no. and that's the other thing like other people did it like we did it we made it we're here today you know like it's it's the survival of the fittest i'm telling you right now and i tell this to the girls who come for the silk ads every year like um if you start this thing of quitting when it's hard you'll never forgive yourself. Like life is hard. And those lessons of perseverance that started with the Spartan Legion get me through my life. Like I got through three band camps with the Legion. Y'all can't tell me nothing. I could battle anything. Yeah. Because it's a, it tests you in ways. And I was in high school band and I thought I was, no, this a whole different beast. <laughs> but yeah. you're not alone. There's people going through it with you. And you know, some days I was the encourager. We got this, y'all. We almost there. The end is near. And some days I needed that. So, um, yeah, it prepares you. And it's necessary. I mean, because most field shows, I mean, it are eight minutes, at, you know, seven, eight minutes. And then if you're doing a, a pageantry show like a battle or something it's longer than that 12 minutes you got to be in shape to do that so it's all necessary for sure you gotta like just speak well we said this before but figure out your why but what kept me going is just to think of mind over matter that's truly all it is when you think about it it's mind over matter and it builds character and when you're on the other side of it, it's going to mean so much more. But the process of it all, it's all there for a reason. So there are going to be times where you're going to be like, shit, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, a, 
about to be in that van hollering four thirty in the morning, four fifteen in the morning, or whatever the case may be. But once you get to the other side of it, you'll appreciate it so much more. My band years have honestly taken me farther. Band years and associated things have taken me farther than a lot of other things have in life, and it's truly something that has truly made me who I am now. And once you get on the other side of it, you're gonna miss it because it's gonna go like that. Yeah. It's gonna go like that. So please make sure that you in like you 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 take heed to every single moment and be present because it, it's totally worth it for sure. Put like this, and it's gonna hit you when you first put on your band shirt, like the real band shirt. Like I never forget, I had put on that mark like after we did our um because Fred were well, crabs and PV at the time, you couldn't wear your shirt until you got to the band hall. So you literally had your yellow old school mustard yellow shirt in your hand. And then when you got to the restroom, you changed your shirt. It's not going to hit you until you put the official band shirt that nobody else is going to have but you and the people that march. And you have that band shirt on. You put your pants on. You got your spats on. You be like, I got my whole uniform for y'all in the uh, Norfolk. You got them chain daddies like y'all say. <laughs> you got all of that. And then all of a sudden you put your hat on, you're getting on a bus, and it hits you like this is what band camp was for. And then it's going to hit you on that last homecoming when you be like, this is my last one. And you see the incoming freshmen for the following band camp like, I'm not marching with them again. Or you look at a video and you be like, oh, I did that for this amount of years and like this is it. Now I'm out. Now my life starts. That's when it hits you. And so from that time when you first put your shirt on to you last put your shirt on, that's when it really hits you. So enjoy all that time in between. What's up? All right. Cool, man. That was that was a great uh, conversation. I appreciate you for that question. All right, let's keep it moving, man. Welcome, everybody, to Talk That Talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band, HBCU band culture, music, music education, and more, man. Y'all go ahead and smash that like daddy for these young babies, man. They are getting all this information, and hopefully we ain't scaring them. All right. <laughs> also, please make sure y'all subscribe to the Passion Is Network and turn on notifications. This episode will be up tomorrow. On all your podcasts and networks, just type in Real Talk That Talk, or you can also go to Apple Podcast and type in Talk That Talk. All right. So um, let me ask you guys a question. Are there any worries or concerns that you have upon entering the university realm? Kiwan, you are muted quick, so go ahead. You got it first. So, um, I come, Cleveland is a military marching band. So I've never marched, corps, show, nothing like that. We're very strict. I was actually the drum major, but that's later. So we marched military. So I'm just kind of scared for like the transition. Like, I don't know how different it will be for me. Okay. Um, we can address that. Uh, so let we'll, we'll, we'll address it. I want to hear what Alima has to say and then We'll, ad we'll address both things. So, Alima, what about you? Oh, I was just going to say my, my biggest worry would be band camp because it's band camp. That's really cool. just it. So, basically, we kind of just covered your band camp situation. All right. So, uh, Kiwan, I'll, I'll start this off, and then if anybody wants to chime in, you can. Um, because, well, one, obviously, I'm a, I'm a band director, but two, 
because I have worked on the university level, um, we get everything. Um, you won't be the first and you surely won't be the last. Um, there is going to be a learning curve. I'm going to be honest. Um, as a person who marched show style in high school, well, I did show and core style in high school. Um, I will tell you there's difficulties on both sides. So coming from a military perspective and then transitioning into uh, affectionately, affectionately known as show style, but the high steps, uh, high step drilling and high step marching, there's going to be a slight learning curve, but I don't think it's anything that you won't be uh, incapable of doing, right? Because the one thing that um, you will learn about this thing called band, and, and, and I'm pretty sure you know this anyway, it's all family. You know, there's nobody who's going to allow you to sit by and just struggle. There's always going to be somebody who's going to help you out, whether it's an assistant band director or it's a section leader or a drill sergeant or or, or just your random crab brother or something like, man, I, I got you, man. Let me help you out. You know, there's always going to be someone there who's going to assist you and help you, you know, in your struggles. I mean, let's 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 keep it a buck. We do dance routine. Everybody can dance. <laughs> Now, as a band director, I will tell you, typically them people we, that can't dance, we're going to throw them behind somebody who can dance. We're going to figure out how that works. But uh, but there's always a way to be able to teach someone and work around those things. Um, so I think you'll be fine on that aspect. Will there, will there be possible struggles? Maybe. Um, but you'll, you'll, you'll find your footing and you'll, you'll get straight. Uh, anybody else want to add to that? Yeah, just just uh you want to like always remember this at the end of the day uh the hardest part about being in the band is your is mute uh, is your musicianship right so you have that covered right uh leadership having integrity that part is 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 taken care of in regards of the marching style it's not the only difference is either picking up your foot pointing your toes or walking on your heels so if you think about it from that perspective and the countless amount of hours you're going to practice, you may end up being the best marcher than everybody else. Trust me, that may have marched traditional style. Um, just, you know, uh, whatever uh, they ask you to do, do it with, the, uh, with intent and to the best of your ability, you'll be fine. And if you can't dance like some of my crab brothers couldn't, they're going to put you in the middle. Uh, but when it's time to... Uh, play your you play your stuff that's when you know i know your musical skills is on point so don't be concerned about that too much and technique style and all of that is a big part of band camp i mean even those who come to norfolk with they've marched you know some people got that bop that swag that it ain't how we do up here so you got to work that out of people so it's still some transition because each of these bands has their own style so they're shaping you know that style during band camp so you know what you shaking your head julian for because when she brought you got to understand bro that hurt me man what? i'm from the south bro wow. i'm from the south that's how i march man and then bruh that's that's how I I just yeah. that's how I march, you know. Yeah. I have my plume daddy moving. Right? Me too. Yeah. <laughs> they got up there and they was like, "Tight, nope." Show the steel. Show the yep. steel. And then yeah. we had to hold them wing daddies. I was like, "Bro, you you are tripping." Like for me, that was my struggle, right? I could you know I was a heavier guy, but I could still march. You know what I'm saying? But 
keeping taking that part out, that that hurt me, man. That hurt me to my core. Also, did Norfolk y'all march straight lines, like straight, right? Like not up and down like that, but it was like one foot in front of the other, right? No. Marching? No. No. We do a traditional style march. I think you I think you're thinking about when we do behold. Oh, okay. And and in in essence, when you do behold, we are supposed to be doing a, a roll step core style bent leg kind of march. It don't ever transition that way, but that's that's what it was supposed to be. I can remember Dr. Sanford always on the side with his bullhorn. You got to roll your foot, put one foot in front of the other. And uh it it never nobody ever really well, I tried to do it because I had a kind of a core background as well. But most of them was just hitting the straight walk daddy. So uh <laughs> I mean it, it, it's the truth. So yeah. But no, Kiwan, I think you'll 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 be yeah, you'll be fine. What did you say that that your your school, your high school, it was a military style? Okay. I mean, to put you at ease, your band director can't like is from the military as well. Like has if I'm not mistaken, I'm I'm correct, right? Air I'm not tripping, Air right? Air Force with two one. No, I, I was like Dr. Zachary wasn't like I was gonna say I'm, uh, I'm, I'm yeah. pretty for sure. Okay, yeah. so anyways, I'm just more so saying when you think about precision, when you think about technique, you already have that. So that that is a a, a learning curve for a lot of people. All you have to do it might be actually a little bit easier for you because you understand precision. You understand technique. It's just more so now you get to relax a little bit. You get to have a little bit more fun with it, with structure. So don't be afraid of it at all. And when I tell you, PV is truly a family and you have that that luxury of being able to step inside of that. You have your section leaders, you have your band captains, you have um, your, your band directors who are the, all are there to support you. So don't be afraid of what happened. Just like Julian said, you're not the first and you won't be the last. So just get in there and mind over matter. Now, what I will say, and kind of it goes to both of you all, start hydrating now. Now. And when I say hydrating, I mean hydrating now. Hydrating and do your little cardio. Don't play with it. I mean, you can if you want to. If you want to get a full true crab rookie experience and be like... <laughs> on the corner somewhere about to die sure go for it but <laughs> you know if i could advise anything i would say start hydrating now run you a little lap or two a day and start getting your body accustomed because it's gonna hit you like it never hit you before on top of the nerves on top of being in a different environment and top of not going home to your parents house or whomever or whatever and have that constant comfort so yeah. listen you can tell them that as much as you want to okay <laughs> Yeah, listen, no, I, let me say it. Let me go ahead and just get it out there, man. Okay. Working with them PV kids for five years, we would tell them kids that whenever they came into that building and they would do these auditions and all that kind of stuff and get yourself prepared every single time. And I guarantee, I guarantee you, it was always, always kids, multiple on the sideline, hitting the throw up, daddy, out of breath. Oh, God. <gasps> did you condition before you came here no i i or or you get to i started okay well what did you do i started yesterday what's that supposed to do right so because because kids because let's be real I, i'm gonna be honest with you you a kid man you ain't trying, mean, to do all that. You're trying to enjoy your break you know what i'm saying true. So, them kids show up 
not prepared, extra lazy. Like it, it is what it is. So you can, I would say, listen to Maya's advice. I'm going to tell you as the, as the old person here, really, truly listen to her advice. I know you probably won't, but I would say, I would say do so. Uh, it will help you out in the long run, but you probably won't. And it's okay. I mean, if I, it's totally fine. You're gonna do what you want to do regardless. At this right. point, child grown. I'm just saying, if you, if I'm just putting a little bug in your ear. Now go forth and conquer, however you will. But when you're throwing up and you're passing out, don't Think say Maya. I didn't tell you so. Think of Maya, and also, uh, don't lock your knees. Baby, you be the pass out on the floor so damn quick. <laughs> You know how many times I, I heard long ho? One, two, three. Ah, that's all you hear. So don't lock your knees. Yes, please don't. I've seen that happen and it's not fun. All right. Um, okay. Oh, Porsche, you have something? I'm sorry, babe. Don't eat anything dairy during van camp or before a game. I did that. It curdles in your stomach and it is not pleasant. Okay. My first, I don't know, one of them games, my rookie year, I decided, oh my God, I'm running late. I need to get something to eat. Mm, I had to. Mm. Did, you, did you eat cereal? No, I had a burger from Wendy's that had mayo. That was your problem. No, no. See, that was the problem. See, no, 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 no. Portia, no, no. I was about to say. I was about no, no, no. To say. And no, don't eat bad. But I'm telling you, then the next week I had a salad, okay? Because I'm trying to do better. But I chose ranch dressing. I almost died two weeks in a row. Don't do it to yourself. Do not do it. Get you some Italian dressing or something. Okay, the burger was a bad choice. I was running late, and you couldn't be late back then. It was going to be an issue, and I was a rookie. I'm sorry, but I got a burger, almost died. Then I, next week, I'm going to get me a salad and a hair ranch and almost died, so don't do it. See, oh, also. Hold, hold on, hold on, Mike, because I want to address that right quick. What? What's wrong so, with a little piece of burger? No, this, I want to address two things, right? I, as a, as a director, as a section leader, I've always told people this before they came to band camp right but i feel like a hypocrite because i never was affected by dairy really no i would eat cereal twice i would eat cereal i would uh i would eat pancakes and all these you know why why? i fat that's probably why you're from the south we strong that's why but here's the other problem that I was I was gonna get into that. But you ate Wendy's like it's that Wendy's Listen, is mess. Wendy's. I is did not tall. live on campus because I told you the towers forced me yeah. off. Okay, Perfect. I was running late and I was not gonna be late. So it was either eat this Wendy's or don't eat at all. And then if I had passed out, I was not dealing with Teresa. Okay, but you so, could have went to the Seven Eleven Daddy and hit you some of the wing ding daddies and been just right. They just didn't eat. have wings back then. You know they well, did. They did. They no, had they had the I wings. Ain't never Eating food from 7-Eleven. Oh, you tripping? You ain't going to 7-Eleven. Ain't think it's the percussion section keeping time and rhythm. Shit, it's the <laughs> You ain't never went to 7-Eleven and got you a big bite. Oh. No, I had. That's it. I've but never peed so late. I, I mean, that's it. And I was in desperate times between a practice or something. If I did that, I don't. I don't really know. I don't really eat convenience store food. It's Seven Eleven now. You, you, we got to, we got to bend the rules a little bit now. You, you go and get you, you go and get you. Seven Eleven just starting to come to Houston. 
Like, well, yeah, because 7-Eleven wasn't a thing in Houston. Matter of fact, that was another culture shock because going from Houston to Virginia, we had we didn't have 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven is just now getting big in Houston. It's big here in Dallas. I was like, what? Yeah, it's big here in Dallas, but it, it's not big in Houston. So oh, when no. I got to when I got to Virginia, everybody was like, yeah, after practice, everybody like, I might have to go to the 7-Eleven, man. I'm like, what the hell are you going to 7-Eleven? You going to a gas station? You ain't got a car. And then they was like, man, I'm about to go get me two because big bites used to be two for a dollar. Yeah. So you can go and get you two two big bites for a dollar. And I think you can get like two or three taquitos for a dollar too. And then go get you one of them uh old school, um, I don't know if they still sell them, them, them tea daddies. Um, I forgot the name of them. Um, the one the the, the came in the big can. Arizona. Uh, Arizona teas. So you can go there for like you can go to 7 Eleven and eat good for like all out for five dollars. Yeah. So that's that was our thing. So you know, that's, that's why I say you gotta you gotta give 7 Eleven a chance. 7 Eleven saved a lot of them hungry nights. I'm telling you. What I'm gonna tell you, I don't know too much about PV, but in DC you gotta figure out your surroundings. What I'm gonna tell you, because what you when you got down here, I'm from Richmond, which is the capital. You know, it's a little thugged out, but that's 7-Eleven across from North State. You don't quite go there by yourself. So when you go to D.C., you got to figure out where you need a buddy because it's some places. Because that's 7-Eleven across from North State. Yeah. I mean, you just got to, you know, you got to be comfortable going across there. I mean, that's like going over to the Golden Kitty, man. I mean, is Golden, is Golden Kitty still open? That is not the name of that place. It's Golden City, but we call it Golden Kitty. Yes, it's still open. Now, I would never go buy food from over there now at this age and stage of my life. Oh, you tripping. Them uh, General Souls wings, I mean, uh, General Souls chicken, but you go out there and get them uh, them little wing daddies. I think it's like a four-piece four piece wing with the rice. Shoot, you tripping. Well, Kiwan, your friend will be Jack in the Box, <laughs> McDonald's. No, they didn't, Silvers. no, they didn't built up, bro. They got checkers at the uh, at the old, they Shell. got checkers now at the Shell station. Yeah, uh, Waller County Line, get yourself a baked potato. Please. Yeah, uh, hey, when you get you it, got the buckies down down the road, down the street. and, and then what, that, the, uh, what, what is Brubaker's now? It's gone. That's gone. I know, but I'm saying, but, but it's something Nothing. there. If you see a margarita or something on another, but it turned no, they cancel again. They closed. It's, it's, it's tight. The, the subway's still holding. The subway's yeah. still holding. Uh, yeah, that, that subway trash, though. Don't go to the is. subway. It's trash. It Matter of fact, but they got a little bowling alley joint on campus that serves food. Oh. So I yeah. would say I would say check that out, too. That's true. Yeah. See, man, I, I got all the inside scoop, man. I done been to enough places, man. Uh, all right. So let's keep this thing rolling, man. Uh, if you just tuned in, welcome everybody to talk that talk. We have the unfiltered, unscripted, uncomfortable conversations about band. This one ain't uncomfortable. Well, I don't know. It just depends. Maya, what the heck was that? I was in the middle of my joy. You just, yeah! Sorry. I was on mute. Anyway, um, uh, gosh, oh, this, this, yeah, these conversations ain't been. You're that talking much. too damn much. That's what I'm embarrassed, You hit me with the wrap it up, B. Good I'm lord. So sorry, it was the it was the clip. I'm oh. sorry. I'm sorry. Jesus. Uh, yeah, yeah, smash the like, daddy. That's yeah. There you go. Smash the like, daddy, and also subscribe to the Passion Is Network. 
can turn on your notifications. This episode will be up tomorrow on all your podcasting networks. Just make sure you type in Real Talk That Talk, unless you are on Apple Podcasts, where all you have to do is type Talk That Talk. All right, panel, do y'all have a question for them? Can I ask us another question? Okay. I think I think it would be more like better for it, like you know why you know why you know why Maya said that she ain't got another question. She trying to pull up YouTube videos. See? Listen, I'm Vanessa, you. Vanessa, period. Listen, no, you Girl, look. You can't do that with a teacher. I already know what's going on. See, I, I, I know, like that's the I'm whole point. Maybe, game. maybe, maybe they don't have the luxury to ask any. I'm not. I'm not talking down or anything like that. But let's make the best of it. We talk every damn day. Let them ask that question. They may it may be some ugly stuff that they want to get to that maybe no one else is willing to answer. See, see, this well, we unfiltered, raw, and uncut on this show. So this is this is why this I'm, is I'm playing into it. I'm playing into it. She ain't had another question. <laughs> this is this is right. That's that's what I'm saying. Like you ain't gonna you ain't gonna try. Two to, things can be right at the same you, time. You that you that kid that would be in my classroom and I'd be like, hey man, I'm gonna just write you a pass. You go to Miss So and So class and let her deal with you. I ain't gonna deal with you. Yeah, you and you can be like, all right, I'm out. <laughs> anyway, uh, since Maya doesn't have a question. Kiwan, do you have another question for us? Okay, so coming from high school, my personal opinion about it is like, I feel like we're like more like robots. We just, they throw us some music on our stands and we play the music. We don't really understand why or like why they say, okay, bring this note out, push that note back. And in Cleveland, we had just started getting to that. Like the seniors, we had talked to them and they realized that like we wanted to learn more about music and not just how to play. So like, Will, how would that transition be going from like high school to college? Like, do they expect us to know music theory and stuff like that? Because very good question. Uh, now see I, what you have. Well, see what happens when you let the law work. No, see this happen when you're not prepared. Anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, I was I I I I was gonna answer this, but I actually, Quan, since you raised your hand, bro, I'm gonna go ahead and let you get it. Appreciate it. So, so I just want to say, um, first and foremost, the the staff at Prairie View um, are impeccable teachers. Like, not they're they're great musicians. Don't get it twisted, but impeccable teachers. Um, and I I feel like the staff that's there at Prairie View now specifically can bring out the best of any student. So you don't have to necessarily know music theory per se, but your musicianship skills will enhance incredibly. They're going to teach you about dynamic contrast. They're going to teach you about um, accenting notes and, and even um, more uh, advances. This note needs to be more uh, weighted than this note. And they're going to bring out because it's about the emotional aspect of the music as well. So all of that, what you would what you may have missed, uh, unfortunately, in high school, I guarantee you're going to um, you're going to experience that at preview. And that's even that's something from just the music from the dance routines to the chance that's in between to your section dance routines, all of that. I think um, that's why in my opinion, HBCUs specifically for people of color are, is like some of the, it's like our Wakanda, like for real, because you're going to know everything about, you're going to learn everything about everything and a little bit more. Um, but in regards to your question about musicality, they're going to bring it out to you. They're going to where 
The section leaders know how to speak the same language as the directors. The drum majors know how to speak the same language as the section leaders, and it's a trickle-down effect. And within a year, you're, you guys will be speaking the same vernacular on whatever said task that is that needs to be taken care of. Trust me. And Alima, she could possibly add to that because we did our Prairie View camp as well um, this uh, semester. I don't know. Alima, are you going to add to that or are you like, I'm good? Yeah. Yeah. Don't be seeing. She's like, man, don't be putting me on the spot, you know? Um, but but uh, to, to further go into that, um, I can I can I can speak from my experience and then talk about the whole gambit. Um, I know that whenever we walked inside of uh, the band room, we were always doing our best to try to educate, um, not just teach not just teach the music on the page, but teach why it's important, teach why we're doing these, these uh, or having this dynamic contrast right here, teach, teaching those uh, specific things and not just teaching that, but how to approach it the right way. Um, so those things are super duper important. Um, and that's what we work hard. I knew that, I know that we worked hard to do when I was there and I know that's what they're continuing to do uh, at this present time. Uh, but then just going on the full gambit of, of university band programs, that should be what that should be what's happening in, in university programs, period. Do you have to know theory when walking in? No. Um, is it nice information to have? Absolutely. Um, but to walk in expecting every person in the seat to have a large body and understanding of, of theory um, you know, basic pedagogy on your instrument and instrumental approach, yes. But outside of that, no, you'll be all right. Anybody else want to add to that? Oh, Portia? Oh, okay. All right. Alima, question? Yeah, okay. So this one isn't necessarily band related. It's more of like, um, okay, so it's kind of like uh, college and high school type. So after you graduated, was there like a, a gap in between where you was kind of like, it was like an awkward space of, oh, what am I supposed to do next? Because like, I know what I'm doing, but I don't necessarily know what I'm doing. It's kind of just go and just do it. You mean between high school and when I came to Norfolk State? Yeah, like the, the break between high school and college, like the end of high school and the end of college. Um, I don't know. I spent some time thinking about you know, where I was going and what I was doing. But a lot of my friends and I were going to separate schools. So we kind of just lived it up. Like we had a blast. We would get together, go to the mall, to the movies, kind of made our rounds at everybody's house. Um, in the back of my mind, I was thinking like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm really not going to be here. But at that point, I was kind of ready to. to um, it can only be one queen in a house. And my mama and I, at that time, we the best of friends now. But one of us had to go. So it was me. Schmidt. Yeah. Okay, you back now. Okay. It was some nerves there. But um, yeah, I, it wasn't necessarily awkward i was a little scared like when we pulled up 
She got that cricket service at night, yo. She got your she got your service, bro. Nah, 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 nah. nah she ain't got my she had she had yeah, my she high did. school service. That was that oh. high school service. And I was really into the conversation. Okay. And she she just she comes back like Right, because it's spending, and I don't know why. I have Verizon, so they gonna get a call tomorrow because I don't understand. I pay too much for y'all to be doing me dirty. Because five um, G ain't five G. It ain't five G, and it ain't doing. It ain't giving what it's supposed to give. Yeah, I was a little nervous, especially when we pulled up that last time, and my dad was trying not to cry because that's my dog, but I could see it in his face. And so when I got in my dorm, I kind of did just sit on the bed at first. Like it did help me that my roommate, we marched together at my high school. So we knew each other. It wasn't a stranger. So that helped me. Um, but it was a little rough at first. Like I said, I went home kind of like to the 804 area, not necessarily home uh, for like six weeks. Every weekend I found a way to get to, Petersburg to Virginia State, but you don't have that luxury, but it's going to be fine. Like once you get there and how is an amazing institution. Um, So once you get there, I think that you're going to be fine, but it was some nerves, not awkward, but nerves. Um, But eventually you're going to be like, I got to do something. So here it go. Okay. Anybody else want to add to that? Um, Sure. I think, well, Honestly, my biggest state of confusion of like, okay, what am I supposed to do now was after I graduated college, to be honest with you. Now, between high school and going to PV, it was more so like you were, you were at the top. I didn't, you know, done everything I could possibly do thus far. Now it's time to live it up. Because like, yeah, we can give you as much advice as we possibly can, but you really don't know until you're there. You really don't feel it until you're there. So I spent a lot of time watching band videos because I was just immersed. Like, I was just, like, almost obsessed with it. Like, oh, this is what I'm about to be in. You know, like, that's what it felt like for me. But <laughs> but I really think, like, oh, give yourself grace. Like, it's not necessarily on to the next, on to the next, on to the next. You got to have time to sit in where you, where you are right now. You did a lot. To get to where you are now, baby, you done been through COVID, a whole pandemic, you know, like all types of stuff. So just really, I, I think I, of course, this is a different time, but I think I just sat in where I was and was like, well, shit, I'm about to go have fun. I'm about to go hang out with my friends or do whatever the case may be. Now, when it's our time to pack up and do this, that, and the third, of course, those jitters and things are going to come. But that's just the natural progression of life. It's just on to the next thing, on to the next chapter. Just think about it as a chapter. You're closing a chapter, time to celebrate yourself. When you open that next chapter, it's going to be what it's going to be. And none of us actually went to Howard. Well, we can speak a little bit to what, you know, what you're going to experience at PV, but it's also a lot different than when, when we were there. None of us have been to Howard. So it's just the unknown is going to be there. So it's nothing that you can truly prepare for except for get yourself together and know your why, know what you are and are not willing to deal to deal with. And know that you have another journey ahead of you. You're there to get your degree at the end of the day, if that's what you're aspiring to do. If that's what you want to do, then you're there to get your degree. But other than that, I mean, have some damn fun. Let your hair down. And I want to say this to you as somebody who likes structure. Mm. I have, uh, it's worse now than it was then, but I had to leave campus because I had OCD even then. And I'm a planner and I like things a certain way. 
as a rookie going into a new program, it's going to be a lot that you can't control. Exactly. And that was difficult for me at first. So you got to resolve yourself that a lot of this ain't going to be on me. You're going to have to roll with the punches and roll with the flows and don't let it get to you. It's, it's You're going to think, and sometimes you're going to think that that day is going one way and it'll go another. Learn how to course correct. It'll save you a lot of energy and effort. I, it took me a while and I still get that way sometimes if things aren't going the way. They happen today. And I was like, Portia, get it together because you just got to learn how to roll with the punches. So it's somebody who's very structured, somebody who likes things a certain way. When you in a program that's bigger than yourself, that is on a college level, it is a lot that is given to you as instruction. So just learn to roll with the punches. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's really, it's really that. I mean, once you step on campus, you as an individual, well, I, I won't say that. You are still always an individual. But when it comes time to stepping into your program, it's always bigger than you. So take the time that you have full control of. You can do whatever you, you want to live in that moment because I guarantee you it's going to be a lot different. What you think in your head is not what it's going to be, good or bad, most likely good, just to be honest with you. So just kind of live in the moment. Like, like congratulate yourself for where you are and just step away from, oh, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, because it's not gonna be like that. I will say this. Enjoy the parties, just don't party too much. I will, I will, I gotta say that, and also make sure you wake up for that 8 o'clock class in the morning. First of all, don't get it. Don't schedule no eight o'clock. Don't schedule. I don't know. I don't know one freshman who has not don't do it. Don't do it. with the eight o'clock. Don't do it. I I did, and then I uh, respectfully dropped it. You did. (laughs) I know. I did. I did it. Guess what? Listen. I'm pretty sure Quan did it. Listening to my mama. Listening to my mama. Don't get your eight o'clock. So you had a rest of your day. Yes, ma'am. Got my eight o'clock. Uh, by me, uh, by midterm, I had a letter on my door. Hey, if you don't pass, uh, you going home. I I got uh all my late evening classes. I had a three point eight GPA that semester. I knew I wasn't a morning person. Don't do it to yourself. Don't lie to yourself. You no. you gonna stay up till about two o'clock in the morning, doing whatever, and then you think you are gonna get up at eight o'clock? You not and read. And some of those professors just read from a book, and you be back there like this. Don't do it to yourself. Face be in the book. You okay to, to, to just break it down a little bit farther. You may say, "Oh, I'm a morning person." Da, da, da. Eight o'clock high school time is not eight o'clock a.m. college time. Nine o'clock a.m. college time. Eight o'clock, eight o'clock. Eight o'clock college time as a band student. I think that that is what makes it slightly different. Now, Marshall, now, your freshman year, you you weren't in band. I so. wasn't in the band, and I took one eight o'clock class, and I gotta be in that class, and I never took another eight o'clock. Do you hear me? Not never. I think that's part of the the pledging process of being a freshman. I, like I said, I don't know one freshman who did not take an eight o'clock class. It's gonna be an expensive I, F. I, I agree. I agree. My, my freshman year, my English class was at eight o'clock in the morning. I can count on about two hands every the, the number of classes that I, I attended. 
I and that's a reading it. class too. This is mess. Why would you advise that? Don't waste your money. Don't do it. Don't I'm not advising anybody. Two hundred dollars. Do not do take it. an eight o'clock class. I guarantee you, it is not. Which I, it's just not. If you at all costs, if you can avoid it, especially if you in the band, Lord, please skip that damn eight o'clock. So, uh, oh, go ahead. What you gonna do? What you want to do? They make our schedules for us now. Nope. <laughs> I know you in line because nope. I wouldn't have made it. I they said made um, it. for the first year they're going to make our schedules for us. But my first class is at 9.30. So, oh, that's high. That's high because you can get up. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. That You, you, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can listen <laughs> to Auntie Portia if you want to. What? Uncle Quano said. I might what have to do it. He said, he said if, it ain't, if it ain't at 10, if it ain't at 12, it can go to hell. He no, don't, say that. don't listen oh, to that. Lord. Listen to your well, own. He's going to PV, y'all. He's going to PV, y'all. No, I'm don't do that because what you trying to say? I didn't go to my first party until Maya. Maya, hold Maya. on. Hold on. You're Maya. You're Maya. First of all, okay, first of all let me let me let me let me let me let me try and do a little bit of research and let me see if I can find you. My tried and true counselor in the UC that even when I wasn't a freshman Quantum. gave me them security codes to to, to make my Quantum. damn schedule way before you let let me Quantum. let me hit you on the back. End, I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry, Quan, but you 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 kind of made me think about that, bro. What? Because okay, so Maya, let's be real, right? The 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 beauty of the conversation right now is the fact that I have PV and Norfolk experience. Right, because I've not only taught it, worked at PV, but then my brother went to PV. Right, so PV is in the middle of nowhere. Right? I feel you. Hello, whoa, 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 whoa. Let, let me finish, my. Let me finish. So, because it's in the middle of nowhere, y'all yeah, know how PV is. Yeah, PV, PV, and then and then now it's it's completely different because that freshman class is like super hype with y'all freshman dance and all that kind of stuff that y'all be doing he, he won't enjoy that part he'll never know what a pv shuffle is right yeah you oh, probably well. ain't gonna learn that you're gonna learn that on youtube once you but, but, but what i'm saying is it's a whole different situation like that's true yeah 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 that, but that goes back to what we said before don't get no eight o'clock because again you ain't gonna have nothing to do you're gonna be in the middle of nowhere so whatever finds you finds you but be smart about it but don't don't and we ain't gonna talk about hump day oh yeah you're moving too fast you're moving too fast i'm giving them some early insight i'm just trying to help that's and all then the lima is at the mecca of greek life Bro. Are you telling me that hump day not gonna be crazy? Nah, don't you get that eight o'clock class? Don't take no eight o'clock. You better not take that eight o'clock. And so real talk, uh, um, how you pronounce your name, sir? Elena. Did I say it right? Elena. Elena. Mm -hmm. Can you hear me, Elena? No, I don't think you can hear me. I'll but she's going to Norfolk. I mean, not Norfolk. Uh, NCAT. Sorry, sorry. She's going to NCAT. That's the greatest homecoming on earth, so they say. But all I'm saying is, it looked like they partied pretty hard up there too. They do, they do. Just saying, bro. The made o'clock thing. Hey, we're not doing the made o'clocks, bro. Don't you do it? Don't you do it? All right. So let me do this very quickly because I know uh, Elena has been having some technical difficulties, <laughs> and I really, really want to get her in on the conversation as as much as, much as we can because 
I know that she probably or possibly has some questions for us. So if uh, if she can hear us, and I think, Elena, you can hear us a little bit. Um, but if not, then I'll just type it in and then you can just type it back to it. What question do you have uh, about college life, um, about you going to college or any future thoughts that uh, you may have? Do you have any questions that you want answered? And if you can't hear us, I'll just type it in. I'm assuming she can't hear. It. Okay, so I'll type it in. Oh, Quan. So oh, have you seen the? Uh, well, why why are you typing it in? I was gonna give oh, us some, some elevated music. Uh, have you seen? Oh, I was gonna play the video. You messing up? Hold up. Oh, Come no, you ain't got to play it. You got to okay. play it. Play that. But what you about? You to say ain't about? got to play it. Have you seen the uh the the Mugler, uh 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 um uh, Megan Thee Stallion is promoting or or wearing Mugler's 2022 spring fall summer line and the background behind it is think of that 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 what is it i can't think of the name of it what is the name of cadence sequence sequence haha sequence is in the background of the damn shit don't worry about it i'm sending it to you i'm sending it to you and guess what when you talk about copywriting prime example Thank you, cause I said I saw it on the Twitter today, and I was like, you know what? This here sounds a little familiar. It sounds a little familiar, so I just want to add that in. But no, 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 we don't Ooh, gotta watch this. Y'all got the black and white daddies on. I see you. <laughs> we ain't got the ones there. So I'm gonna put it right at the part where she hit the mess up, daddy, cause we ain't gonna watch a whole minute of this. No, oh, we gotta watch the, the minute. The, so the the whole the the thing about this video that I found very interesting, right? Is the fact that this happened at a high school day? <laughs> Not only did you hit the Smiths daddy in <laughs> in the performance, but you also did it at the high school day. So the baby saw you mess up. So they were probably looking and like, kind of just rub it in, Julian. Damn. And you're exactly like, damn. I said we got to do this. Oh, yeah. You know you messed up from the high school kid. Wait, look, look, look at Portia. She closed as hell to the damn right. camera. She, she got the eyes open, but all right, here we go. I'm, I'm it's okay. 105, I think. No, I no, I got it. I watched the whole thing. I started oh, laughing. Oh hell. Okay, here we go. I'm nervous. What you nervous for? It's 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 gone. Way gone. Is that in shell? Is. My yeah, grass sister, doctor. All right, here we go. <laughs> now, why you had to laugh so hard at that? <laughs> you had to laugh that hard. Bro, because the look was like, I'm killing this shit. Then it was, oh, it's me? Like, that's that really what it is. It was like, shit, I'm killing you, bitches. Fuck y'all doing? <laughs> like, I'm so serious. Like, man, man, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be captain in any, any time, any time. What y'all doing over there? <laughs> Making me look bad. Oh, this my is God. bullying. That's not you sent me the clip. You didn't oh, have to send me the clip. I, I just thought it was gonna be between me and you. Hey, it ain't no really, work when the drum really. major fail. Remember I that? forgot about it, but yeah. I thought that maybe it just we wouldn't get to it. But that's bullying. That's not. Remember when the drum major? I, I got a moment out there too. It is. It is what it is. You know, hey. we all. Yeah. It was so bad. Me and all, I, I don't got no moments like that. Well, I got a moment. When I heard, I woo, I heard about that shit. Like it was not not good. It was not good. Yeah. All right. So, so question. 
who at that time who who was the like the the sponsor over the back clock to Miss Sean as well? Mm-mm, Dr. Oh. Right. That was that was my crab year. So Dr. Right was before, there. That was before we got there. So did she give you a mouthful? That's why I said I heard about it from several people. Man, put like this to this day, like I'm look. It's it's certain people like sponsors and people that's over programmed that they have their mama feeling where you be like, did I do bad? Yes, you know you got them. You did bad. Doctor Sherrod is one of them. Doctor Taylor is another one. Anytime I see Doctor Cornelius, I be like, I'm still good on my music theory, bro. And uh, what's that? Uh. Not really Dr. Zachary, but it's like Dr. Zachary had this like aura like, what the hell you got to say? Hurry up. Like, hurry up, bro. We got stuff to do. It's just no, it's not even that. He just he just looks at you like this. Yeah, like what I do, bro. What I do, what I do. <laughs> and it and it, I mean it, I mean, unless you tell a really good joke, he won't smile either. So okay. but all right, man, let's keep it moving though. Uh so Young folks, any more questions that you guys have for us? Okay. So before I say this, is it okay to talk about the aspirations I have for myself in the band? And and, and as what far role? as a leadership role. Oh yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. You saw how everybody leaned forward, like don't incriminate. Yeah, everybody was don't say what you're trying to pledge now nah, i'm just if you are no, no, see see I, I i am of a different mindset on that because of the fact that i don't care about that i Does think he no he, he he's coming back so let me let me let me talk about that so for some reason today of all days this like signals have not been good with the with the broadcast so like I know Elena's been kind of in and out and then Kiwan has been in and out. So, but I, I really wanted to try to keep them on. So that's why I'm, you know, if they do go out, please understand it's not, you know, something that um, that they're doing on purpose, but I do want to keep them on so they can ask questions and get as much information as they can. But I don't have a problem with sharing, sharing Greek information. I think it's an honor if you, if you are interested in the organization. I'm just not a, on that discretion stuff. You know, that's just that's just who I am. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm right. I just don't care why I don't know. I never understood why that was a big thing for people to be like, don't be telling nobody what you want to pledge now, because the thing is, my my biggest thing that I could never understand is people wouldn't tell people what they want to pledge, but then be in the interest meeting, but then end up not pledging that and pledging something else or getting online for that organization, but then dropping and then getting on something else. So it didn't matter if you would have told them out, out, out out right in front or not it didn't really matter so eh. no no from that that point of view i agree but we just didn't know what was going to be said oh okay well i just more so was just like i mean i can't i don't know what's going what what the times are there right now so i don't want i i would hate to say like oh hell yeah let's talk about it and then you know like whomsoever is there right now have a totally different opinion. But, but I mean, Miss Zachary, you already know Sean will hit a typer that no, no, don't tell him not to tell him not to say that. She'll shut it down real quick. But no, Kiwan, you good. You good. Your aspirations on leadership. Go go for it. It may have cut out. Yeah. But, um I, well, I mean, can, I, if, can I tell y'all a story? Please. While we waiting oh. on him. 
about Dr. Zachary. So my rookie year. Oh, Lord, we're about to have a Dr. Zachary story. He was scary, right? He was scary, okay? He was just scary, and I just didn't want no problems. So one time we was out there on the field, and normally if he calls somebody's name, it's an issue. We were doing marching rehearsal, and I was like... So he was like, we finished running through it. He was like, you, right there, what's your name? And I was like, me? He was like, yeah, I was like, Portia. He was like, what? <laughs> I was like, Portia, because I just knew he was fin- he was about to fry me. He was like, I just want to say, y'all was lazy d- that time, man. The only person that was marching on the right side of the field was Portia. I said, Jesus, thank you for guiding my life, because <laughs> I was shook, okay? I just knew he was about to throw me under the bus, because he was scary. Well, I don't know. I, I had a different my view of Mr. Zachary. See, that's 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 another thing. It's it's weird sometimes we call him Dr. Zachary because I only knew him as Mrs. Zachary. Uh so sometimes I may slip in and out of Mr. and Doctor. But I knew him a lot more personally than, than a lot of people because you know, uh being from, from Houston, I didn't know what uh what's what's the what's the burger place name? Um the joint Oh, golly, I can't even think of the burger place. The one with the, the huge, big, big patties. In Houston? Uh, you said in Houston? Carl Jr.? Not Carl Jr., the, the other name for it. Hardee's. Hardee's. I had never been to Hardee's. We had never, I had never had a Hardee's, so he got me a double thick burger one time. <laughs> I was elated because, you know, I was a super fat kid, you know. Uh, so I that double thick burger, burger was right on time, and he actually gave it to me. He was like, here you go, Luke. I don't, you know, I, I was gonna eat it, but I don't want it. I was like, all right, cool. So I, I had it. So my no, uh, we got real cool after my rookie year because I became sexually. But that first year, I tried to avoid him like the plague. All right, uh, Elena had to leave out. Um, I'm gonna Elena. I don't know if you can still hear us, but uh, if you haven't logged all the way out, uh, I'm gonna get with you and, and try to get you um, a shirt. So. Uh, just for joining us, so so um, I'll get with you. All right, uh, Kiwan, but no, head, go ahead, go ahead and ask your question, man. Okay, so <clears throat> first off, what are the requirements to be drum major? Oh, you going for the okay. gun? Yeah. So so let me let me let me answer this question. Um, everybody's requirements are different, um, and and also understand that um when you're when you're coming into a band program just in general i wouldn't even think about the idea of being a drum major i just think about the idea of being a good bandsman just period um and i would say go off of that you know be the best bandsman you can be and just the best human being you can be right um you know, you always want to show good leadership qualities, but a good leader has to be a good follower, right? So that's why I say do do your best to be a great bandsman. But, you know, per university, you know, directors look for different things. Um, so I, I would say, like I said, be a, a great bandsman. I know one person, I know one person personally that, that Portia knows that transferred from a different school and became the ultimate drum major after one year. Uh, but that was just at Norfolk State. Um, 
you know, the requirements at, at Prayer View is a little different. You know, the requirements at Howard would be different. The requirements at Morgan would be different. So um, from just my recommendation, be the best bandsman you can be. Um, and just build great relationships with the directors too. You know, uh, they may seem scary as Portia will say. And I will tell you, Dr. Zachary can be very intimidating um, if you don't know him. Uh, and if you don't have a good relationship with him, he can he can seem very intimidating. Have you met him before? Yes, I talked to him on the phone like three times, and then I met him face to face in his office, and every time was terrifying. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so he he can be that way, um, and that's just that's just who he is, you know. And that's not a negative thing. That's just that's just who he is. He's very stoic. Um, but I mean, he's a, he's a great person. He's a good person to know. He's a good person to have in your corner. Um, Prof Hopkins is a great person to have in your corner. He's a good person. Um, you know, just the whole staff. Um, Mr. Jimenez, um, I, I go on about the whole staff, uh, but I'm not going to do that. But, you know, you, you, you're going to be, as, as Quan said, under a great staff. So I would say uh, not only just being a great bandsman, but also, you know, getting to know the staff and, and you know, building relationships and, re and a rapport with them. That, that isn't negative. Um, you always want to continue to put yourself in a good light and put yourself in a great position um, to to be seen as a good person and a good leader and a good bandsman at the end, at the end of the day. And yes, Sean, you will call her Miss Sean. I will call her Sean because I've known her since I was like 17. But you, Kiwan, will call her Miss Sean. She is in the chat right now. That's why she said me. Uh, I don't know if you can see the chat, but here, boom, that's Miss Sean right there. She is super amazing. Um, one of one, a great person to know. So uh, when you get on campus, be like, "Where's Michonne? Where's Michonne?" And and I guarantee you, um, you can find her. All right. I met her too. She complimented me on my shirt. Oh well, there you go. See, you already started out right. All right, Quan, what were you gonna say, bro? Nah, I was just gonna piggyback from what you from what you said. Honestly, you have to realize, as a band director as well, we look for leadership. So leadership sticks out positively before anything musicianship sticks out honestly because you can't stand in front of your peers and you don't know your craft either because i'm gonna be honest with you i've attended prayer view and they had a drum major that was a great dancer but not a great teacher and when he stood up on that podium he was like hands up and i saw people be like we're gonna wait till you get off the podium bro so make sure that your musicality is top tier because you're a leader amongst your peers. So if you don't know your, if you don't know your music, if you don't know that, then honestly, people won't have respect for you. Um, people don't know, uh, Alim was uh, one of our drum majors as well. And one of the leaders as well. And the students gravitated to her because she knew her music. She was always in the band hall. She was possibly skipping class, but she was practicing. So I didn't care. <clears throat> Maybe she was, maybe she wasn't, she but that's cool. But she was practicing, you know what I'm saying? Like she was the one that was pushing people. She was the one when people say, hey, I need help with the rhythm. She was the first one to, you know, to go help. And I'm giving her a rose as well. You know, she can, she, she can hear them, of course. But as you enter the, this PV uh, family, understand that your freshman year is to learn the culture. Mm -hmm. Understand that. So it's freshman year for whatever school or institution for all uh, freshmen. Learn what you're getting into. Learn the traditions that 
you saying that I want to be a part of. So whatever tradition that is Norfolk, Prairie View, Howard, so forth and so on, learn that, learn the history of the great people that came prior to. Then <clears throat> create your own area where you need to see improvement for specifically your section. Then grow and ask the band directors, what's the vision for what you want to carry forward? And then once you get all of those things together, then honestly, it's easy to say, okay, I select this person to be drum major because they understand the vision that I'm, you know, trying to create um, for this uh, organization. So if you go about it that with that point of view, you know, you, uh, you have a greater chance of becoming a drum major, but understand that whatever the process is, you know, always be the great musician and leader that you need to be first so that you can be in, uh, have a seat at, at least at the table. Um, what would I say? What would I add to that? I think, yes, every, what everybody has said is absolutely true. Going into college, it's, it's a, a beast of its own. So you have to find your footing. You have to understand what it is that you're getting into. But I'm of the thought, keep your ear to the streets, right? If you know where you want to be, if you know what you're aspiring to be, make sure you, like, that. that's fine. But don't be in there like, I'm 2024, 2025, or whatever. That, not, not anything like that. But just be aware, okay, these are the things, or these are the types of characteristics or attributes. And honestly, there is now, I've never auditioned to be a drum major. I don't know what the exact book um uh, needs are but i'm also tell you you being you is what makes you a leader right a leadership is a position but it's not necessarily a persona right so like when you dating somebody you don't say hey i want a b c d and e because that person is just going to present themselves as that when it's not really them the same mm -hmm. thing goes with leadership you being you the things that make you you the things that make people attached to you are what sticks out and the program at pv it's more than just what you are on, on a piece of paper. You can be a leader without, there, there, are, there are many functions that make a leader a leader. And that's what we, we pride ourselves on at PB, right? So just make sure you're getting acclimated to your environment. Know what you want and always work to get there. But you have to make sure that you know what, what you're in, what you're a part of as well. Like you got to take your little baby steps first. Mm -hmm. And then and then start on the up and up and up, but really more so it's just it's about you. If if you are naturally like, hey, I want to help pick this up, or hey, like let me help you with this, or hey, I don't know this. How do I aspire? How do I learn how to do this? How do I figure this out? Those things speak volumes because the person that's not asking is the person that's being looked over, right? The person that's saying like, hey, I don't know all the answers. I have more respect for that person versus the one who like, yep. I'm going to fake it till I make it or whatever. Because at the end of the day, when you play and see and everybody else on whatever the case may be, they're going to be looking at you like you stupid, you know? So that's how I see it. Okay. Did that, did that uh, get all the answers that you need out of that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, cool. it, it, it gave me a, a vision. Awesome. A direction. There we go. And that's that's what we, we are trying to be. You know, that's what we're here for. That's what we're trying to do. All right. Uh, Alima, do you have a, a final question? Are you good? You got all the answers you need. You yeah, ready to go. I'm good. You're back. <laughs> back. You're like, man, I'm ready to start tomorrow. All right. <clears throat> so I do have one final question for you, too. Um, 
and uh, this is going to be the the question that well, I ain't gonna say to close it out because we have to close out the right way. But um, what are your goals for being a part of the university band program that you are slow or going to become a part of? What are your goals, Alima? Um, well, like I said earlier, it's to see a better part of myself. And if I do get the opportunity, um, I kind of want to be the drum major just so I can make up for the mistakes that I made while I was in high school to see if, you know, I actually made the improvements, if I'm actually capable of fighting back and not backing down when stuff gets really hot. So. Kiwan. Um, honestly, I don't have a, a true goal. Like I haven't sat down and thought like, well, I have sat down and thought like, what do I want to do with a music degree? But I don't know where, I don't know when, I don't know how, I don't know exactly what I want to learn in music. Cause there's like music education, music production, music performance, like all of that. I don't know exactly where I want to go with music. I just know I want to have music in my life. If that makes sense. No, that makes perfect sense. And I, and I, and one of the beauties of, of college and just life in general, right. Cause it's just to say that that's okay. Right. Um, the 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 hardest thing that I had to deal with during my time is being told that you had to kind of have it all figured out. And the truth of the matter is, is you don't have to have it all figured out. You don't have to have all the answers. You know, college, especially, you know, going away, living on campus, things of that nature, getting out of your parents' house, all that stuff, that's truly a time for for you to discover yourself and discover who you are, you know, and even sometimes after that, you still haven't gotten it all figured out. And guess what? That's okay. Um, that's what the beauty of the process is about. That's what, that's what the journey is for. Um, and so that's one thing I will tell you all enjoy the journey. Um, there will be great times. There will be rough times. Um, but through it all, enjoy the journey. Um, like I said before, it's been 20 years. Um, well, June 1st was the day I graduated, June 1st, 20 years ago. And uh, I stepped on the campus of Norfolk State uh, in July? July of, 20, of 2002. So, um, and and even in that, I thought I had it together and I didn't. And that's okay. So as you're going through this process, be who you are. Discover yourself. Enjoy the journey. Understand don't don't beat yourself up too much because there are going to be some rough patches. Right? And 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 this is the this is probably the most sincere you're ever gonna see from me on the show, right? But and my kids are in the background, so if you hear that, that's what that is. Um, but um, but yeah, it, it's okay if something doesn't go the way that you thought it was going to go. It's okay if at 21 you still haven't graduated, or at 22 you still haven't graduated. Just keep pushing. It's okay if you come in and you declare a major, and then you like, mm, I don't think this is for me. 
don't let anybody else's perception of what your life should be dictate who you are supposed to be. Enjoy the journey. And when it comes to that whole band thing, love it. Take it all in. Embrace it. The good, the bad, and the ugly. If you get cranked on, it is what it is. Y'all might fight about it. Alima, y'all gonna get cranked on a lot, but it is what it is. I'm sorry. Um, I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm being honest, you know, and that's no, that's no disrespect to Howard. I, cause I, cause I know a lot of great people from Howard. I know some super dope people from Howard. Um, and, and I'm not going to say y'all going to get cranked on a lot. Um, I mean, the, the Hampton Howard game is, is pretty legendary. And so that's going to be fun for you guys. Um, and you all along with Norfolk state, and a couple of other people are only things left in the MEAC. So y'all in Dale State and, you know, those are going to be some great battles for y'all. Don't look like that portion. Um, but through it all, uh, Kiwan and Alima, and I know Elena had to leave, enjoy it. Because these are people you're going to be connected with for the rest of your life in some kind of way. Um, you know, my best friend, who's another panelist on the show, I met him at Norfolk State my freshman year. You know, Portia, I marched with her. And so, you know, all of these things, all of these memories that you have, hold on to them, meet new people, and just enjoy it. And that's, that's, that's the biggest thing I can tell you, you know. Um, so, Kiwan, I'm, I'm glad that you haven't had it set yet. I'm actually happy that you haven't had it set because, once again, that's okay. Just don't, now one thing that I will tell you, and then I'll, I'll close out. We'll get ready to close out. But the one thing I will tell you is don't lose yourself. It's very easy to lose yourself because there's so many influences around. You got to be strong and confident about who you are and stick to who you are. And don't get lost in that thing called college and university life, right? Because like the perception is like this school is a party school, right? Or this school is a party school. Every school is a party school. Like, don't don't let people tell you, don't go to that school because it's a party school. Every school is a party school. It's just all in what you choose to do at that time while you're there, right? So don't get lost in who you are. Stay true to who you are. Enjoy every moment of what you're doing, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I guarantee you, you'll come out on top. All right. All right. Uh, I should have put some music in the background of that. Dang. All right. Um. Let me do this. Uh, we'll do a commercial. And, well, the only one commercial we have right now. But we'll do a commercial, then we'll come back. <laughs> I mean, it's a true point. We'll do a commercial, then we'll come back. I got a couple more announcements, and then we'll close out. All right. Here we go. Um, yes, that is still happening. I cannot wait for that to happen. Um, more than likely, I've, I've made it very clear, or at least Rick made it very clear. He will not be making it to the Prayer View performance. Um, I probably won't be that myself. Well, the other, no, I don't shake your head. Here's the reason why. Outside of the homecoming thing, you judging. Quan's band is going to be in in the performance. That just leaves At the Prairie View one? Yeah. It's still November or October now? It changed. Yeah, the the date changed. So what? October. October what? I forgot. It's on the joint. 15th. It's the weekend of Norfolk State's homecoming. Well, I bought my ticket for Norfolk Homecoming. You coming you to serious? Virginia? 
Oh man. Okay. Well, then it's tight. There ain't none of us gonna be there then. We are terrible. We are we are just horrible right now. Yeah, that 14, 15, 16. I ain't never been. Be oh, it's, it's a good time. We're gonna, we're gonna, uh, yeah. Can I come in? Yeah, come Ooh, on. Cool, man. We, Wait, I, I thought you just said that it was on the same weekend as. No, you can't do it because you judging. You, you, judging, you judging. You got an obligation. Yeah. I got a twin sister. You better figure out. We will. I I will run a show up there. If we get at least three members of the show, we are gonna have a whole Norfolk show. Let me just do it virtually. It's I mean, twenty twenty two. Let me do a Zoom meeting. <laughs> let me just do it. You can log in virtually. We let you do that. All right. No, no. Uh, let me log in virtually to the uh, battle. Oh, to the battle. Oh yeah, it's tight. I'm gonna be in person. Nah, it's yeah. tight. You know she ain't gonna let you. Um, Eric ain't gonna let you do that. You better. You better either hold true to your obligation or you better find somebody to find replace a replacement. <laughs> oh, you became a Frenchman. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, Antoine, Shea. <laughs> right. Hey, well, see, that, that don't count because you, you know, you and that, you, you got that kind of side in you, that knowledge. All right, man. Uh, man, let's get ready to close out. But before we close out, uh, there is something that I do want to share. Um, Alima. You have a a Amazon Howard University wish list, correct? Yes, sir, I do. Yes, all right. So I'm going to put it up on the screen here so that everybody can see what you got going here. Hey, guys, this baby is trying to make sure that she is fully, fully outfitted for Howard University and all the things and her needs. So all of our people watching, if you're going to be watching this later on, if you're watching this live right now, um, make sure that you guys check in on her uh, Amazon wish list. I'm going to put it up on the screen in three, two, one. There it is. All right. So oop, wrong thing. There we go. So you see all the all of her needs. I'm going to actually put the link inside of the chat as well. I'm going to also put the link inside of the description of this uh this podcast so if you want to go ahead and add some things or add something to her card or bless her which i think it would be awesome if you guys would do that i think it would be amazing you can go ahead and do that so i'm going to put it inside of the chat as well as inside of the description of this episode so you are able to check it out at any time when you're watching this episode all right alima is there anything that you want to say about this as well um well, first of all, thank you for mentioning it. Um, but you know, anything is better than nothing in my world. So anything you can give is a blessing. So thank you. Yes, let's let's bless these babies the best way you can. All right. So uh, like I said, I'll put the link inside of the chat as well as the description for this show. All right. And uh Kiwan, I would definitely say that you go ahead and knock one of these bad boys out too. Um you know, it, it's it's great to have all those things taken care of, man. Some of those things that you won't have to worry about later on. So I would definitely say that, okay? Um, and that's just some some friendly advice. Now, if you got all that stuff at the crib, you like, shoot, I'm ready to go. I got everything, so I don't need it. That's something. No, I got a list. I got a list. There you go. There you go. So if you if you want, you can send uh, send me the list. You can send it through text message or email. It doesn't matter. And I'll post your um, your list on in the description as well, man, because we want to make sure that we can take care of you guys as best we can. Um, you know, that's what we're here for. That's what this 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 program, this channel is about, is trying to help you guys and continuing to continuing to fuel uh, our black and brown people 
uh, at universities and especially historically black colleges and universities. All right. All right, man. Let's go ahead and shut this thing down. Um, uh, yeah, I said Portia's always going in because she'd be having them, them one hit of quitters. Yeah, see, look at Quan, my yeah, you already know, you already know. All right, so uh, you can change her name to Prophetess Portia at this <laughs> at this part. We're talking, and just put the get ready, get ready, get ready, just underneath her. We gonna, look, she gonna get the screen by herself. I'm gonna kick everybody out. She's just gonna and I'm gonna put some background music on too. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Never could have made it. All right. Uh, oh, uh, well, yeah. Maya, any final thoughts? Anything you got for the culture? like this this was amazing i really appreciated this this was a really good idea if y'all ever have anything that you think of offline feel free to hit my line individually or if we're able to do this again this was an absolute amazing job but i would just really more so say like what's in front of you is the best is yet to come honestly just really take it in stride and alima you said more than one time, you know, you want to be the best version of yourself. And that got me thinking overall, I feel you, but you don't necessarily have to look at it in that manner because you are the best version of yourself. Your highs and your lows make you the best version of yourself. That is what's memorable. And that's what's going to keep you going. And that is what's going to make you you. Because if you're saying I got to be the best version, I got to be the best version. You're always aspiring to be something you're not living in the moment. And y'all can both take that because the battles that you're going to be up against, because there will be some, do not look like or not necessarily look like what you expect them to be. So you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunities trying to be like, oh, I got to, I got to, I got to, got to. And that's coming from somebody who's learning that now and has been there. So that's why when you said that, I was like, hmm, I remember the times when I would say I'm just trying to be the best version of myself when really you are that. And as you continue to grow every single day, you're becoming who you're supposed to be or who, you, if that's who you want to be. Always give yourself the grace to take, it is where you come from, where you are now, and what tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day look like. So just taking a stride, honestly. Your college years are the, when I say the best years, Lord, and this is coming from somebody who really didn't even get to live like they should have been living in college. So please take it from me. I'm going to live vicariously through you both, okay? Enjoy it for what it is. Now get your education, be in that class, do your little work, your little senior paper and all that type of stuff, but live your life because when you exit, you ain't gonna get it back. When when that work, the bills start tapping you on the back. Life start tapping you on the back. It ain't, it ain't no coming back. So just really live in the moment and take everything that you have within your community, especially your rookie community, rookie crab, whomever. My crab sisters, crab brothers, I know I can count on them to this day. No matter what it is, whether we talked last month or 10, 12 years ago. So just take all of that. The best is truly yet to come. So just really just live in it. Okay. That was that was beautiful, Mike. That was beautiful. Thank you. I tried. It was beautiful. Uh Kiwan, any final thoughts you have for us today? Um, thank you. And <laughs> um stay tuned for the follow-up episode. <laughs>
Okay. All right. I like that. All right. Leave I like it. it. I like it. Uh-oh. He, he said, look, we're going we gonna to make this a regular thing. After their first year, I definitely want to circle back. Okay. We're, 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 Please, we're, let's we're, do this in a year. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. I, see, now you got my wheels turned. All right. Alima, any, any final thoughts? Um, not much. Just thank y'all for all the insight. Um, I really do appreciate it. It's, it's kind of easy me, so thank y'all a lot. No problem. No problem at all. Uh, Quan, any final thoughts? Anything you got for the culture, bro? Uh, uh, awesome show. Again, everybody. Um, honestly, this is why we do it. Uh, I, I've said this several times. This is our calling is to ensure that we rear the next generation of students that looks like us, that look like us to that level. Um, and I think we're doing a damn good job, honestly, for the conversations that we have on the show on a weekly basis. And now uh, I'm, yeah, I'm kind of emotional. All right, I'm gonna pause there a little bit, you know. But I'm just saying, uh, I'm just, I just have been reflecting, you know, as Alima been talking. She was my first student, so she's the first. Uh, she's the third year cohorts that'll be graduating, and the next year will be actually my first graduating class from Worthy for all four years. And you look at these kids and Julian, everybody know that first year to those annoying kids that think they know everything to where they become seniors. And you'd be like, you know what? Them four years wasn't that bad with you, you know, but to see them grow and become better productive citizens is why we have the countless amount of hours of, of why we do what we do. And uh, for both of y'all, including uh, Elena, that's going to NCAT, just continue to be great. Enjoy your college years because they swiftly pass. Uh, enjoy the process of learning to get to know yourself so that you know your negotiables and non-negotiables. Uh, it's okay to say I fail. It's okay to get back up. And it's okay to reach back up to um, any of us as well as your high school teachers for insight about things you don't know. This is a time and process for the rest of your life. Learn this if you never learn nothing else. It's okay to ask. So um, I enjoyed the show and uh, good luck and God bless y'all, you know, on y'all next chapter. All right, Quan. Uh, Portia, any final thoughts, anything you got for the culture? Don't you do nothing to this screen. You hear me? Don't you do nothing to this screen. I'm, just, I'm sitting, I'm just ready to hear you. Don't do it. Um, a couple of things. First and foremost, band, school, and life. It's more mental than physical. If you can master it here, you can do it in your physical. Please understand that you are your own best advocate. You are not always going to do things right, but you have to be able to show up for yourself. In this journey in college and in life, you had to figure out, I got to show up for me. So if you are struggling in a class, that's your time to advocate for yourself. If you are struggling and adjusting to school, that is your time to advocate for yourself. If you can't show up for you, nobody else can. More than anything, your experience in band and college will be what you put into it. If you give 110% of yourself, you'll get it back. These lessons that you learn in these programs translate to life. I am as structured, I've already had it, but the Legion changed my life and granted me opportunities that I never would have had. So if you immerse yourself and give 100%, you'll get it back from your program. Okay. All right. We will 
yeah. You lived up to the expectation. Uh <laughs> so I I I have a couple of things to say. So the first thing I want to say is um it's okay to fail. I know it's kind of been said a couple of times, but one of the things that I learned when I was in sales is that it's okay to fail, right? Because you learn the best when you fail. You don't learn from trying to be perfect all the time. You learn from failing, effing it up, and then figuring out what you did wrong. So uh, I say again, don't beat yourself up, you know, if it doesn't always go the way that you want it to go. Uh, Quan, I will say this, brother. I understand you getting emotional. Um, as a teacher, uh, seeing one of your babies, you know, especially one of your leaders who you knew you could depend on leaving, um, uh, Alima and, and Kijan, I'm gonna tell you, it is a struggle for us, us band directors, uh, to have that connection with those students and really being able to trust those students and knowing those students will be there. And then when they're not there, and and we see them moving forward. It it is a very very difficult thing to deal with, um, in 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 just emotionally. It, it really tugs at our heartstrings. Um, I've had to do it a few times, uh, from high school to the university life. Uh, I will tell you, and 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 Maya's not. I've never said this to Maya, but it was difficult uh watching Maya just leave the band program when when I was at PV right because we were used to having Maya there until she came back and I was like okay she's back we're good uh but but those things are difficult and so just know that um Quan or as you call him Mr. Mitchell well you graduate now you Quan now but no uh (laughs) but your Quan or Mr. Mitchell and and your other band directors your band director Kijan um you know, just me as a band director. Why do I keep calling you Keyshawn? Keywan. It's all right. My bad, man. Next time, look, just unmute and be like, hey, man, stop calling me that. But, um, but uh, no, I'm serious. It's okay. I don't mind you saying But, um, but yeah, um, it's it's difficult for us. And it, and it definitely is an emotional thing as a band director. But, you know, us band directors, we're super proud of you guys. Uh, us as... I, I I am an old head. I'm a super old head, I guess. I'm a grandfather now, I guess. But um, but we're proud of you guys and, and the things that you all are going to do and the things that you're going to accomplish. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I might make this a regulatory thing. I we might I might check in with you guys at the end of of uh, your marching season and see how things are going. We might we might need to do a follow up then. Um, but I will tell you, you do have a family in us. The Passion Is Network, Talk That Talk family. Um, you can reach out anytime you want to. Um, you guys have uh, my contact. Um, and, and then also you can, the, the email for us is uh, realtalkthattalk at gmail. So at any point, if you guys are feeling discouraged or you're feeling low and you have questions or you just want to reach out, don't be afraid. You are family. If you all just want to click in and say, can I come on the show today? I want to talk about what's going on in this band. That's fine too. You can come in. Um, you are more than welcome. You are definitely family. And uh, I'm going to be sending you guys um, uh, a shirt. Um, 
it's 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 not going to be a shirt that's in the store specifically. It's going to say, "I chose to march with the HBCU band." So, uh, and and we're going to get it in in your school color. So, uh, I'm going to reach out to you guys so I can get that to you and get your shirt shirt sizes. Um, other than that, I don't have anything else except for tomorrow. The feature is going to be uh, live and and direct on tomorrow. Um, I know Portia has been waiting on it because she probably got some personal complaints and grievances that she wants to let off. Uh, and then somebody, I, I can't even tell, I don't even know, I don't even know how to say this name. Okir Image Imaging, Okir Imaging said they missed you last week, man. I don't know how you let, look at you, you're letting your fans down. Look at them. Mm, mm, mm. So sad. All right. So uh, tomorrow the feature is going to be live and direct uh, on the Passionate Network. Maya Portia and Ms. Sean will be. Why do I call him Michelle? My portion, Sean. All right, we'll be on <laughs> on the show tomorrow. So, man, you guys tune in seven fifteen Central Standard Time, eight fifteen Eastern Standard Time. Um, I don't have anything else. Hey, Kiwan, you can come to the RV, bro. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Man, he look. He ain't gonna I'm be worried about you. Anyway. Yeah, he like, is. He ain't gonna remember your name, baby. After this, watch. His name sound hey, like mine. I'm not gonna get it. Yeah, Key hey, watch. After, when okay. he said that, first, first of all, he's coming in on the greatest homecoming return ever. That's true. That's true. So that's true. after that football game and that little box, I might low key try to sneak out there. <laughs> okay, I won't then. That no outsider allowed on this one, baby. I'm oh so no, 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 outsider, outsider. Five years your band around. Wow. Okay. Right. No, you know, I feel you, but I'm no. just saying the math. Hey, is that, that what we that doing? Means, don't do that. Don't that means do that. your LS can't show up either then. Okay, there we go. Hey. All right, so, no, we ain't say that. No. Hey, we, <laughs> hey, we pay for our deposit today for this RV, so Kiwan, you can come. We got our And listen, Alima, it ain't, is, not, it ain't nothing to get on coming. the plane. For real. Planes, trains, and cars, so don't feel left out. show man we will actually do a follow-up uh we'll do a follow-up at the end of the year uh, the end of the marching season all right so this has been a great one you guys have been awesome you guys have a great year once again if you need anything from us if you want to just ask questions come in you are free to do that you are part of this family all right other than that man this has been a great show we will see you guys next week thank you for tuning in to talk that talk Find us on social media outlets and YouTube at Real Talk That Talk. Talk That Talk is a brand of the Passion Is Network. You can contact Passion Is at passionis1919 at gmail.com. If you would like to contact the panel of Talk That Talk, email us at realtalkthattalk at gmail.com.